0: What the might... fuck? <laughs> it might have just been on your end. Hello, everybody. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> it like skipped two and one for me too. What just happened? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple. It's been a couple days since our last one. You know what I mean? It's been a couple I, days.
1: Yeah. No. I suppose it's just I'm a little tilted because I like in my countdown. We have a countdown on the program we use for the podcast and. i i I don't think I need to explain to all of you fine people listening how a countdown works. I'm sure most of you can do that at a third grade level. Read backwards from like 10 to fucking 1. Mine went from 6 to 7. And then it just skipped 2 and 1. I'm... Kind of tilted right now. Oh, I'm David, not... I
0: think it's we have to drop Riverside. I think we have to find another platform. <laughs> it's just don't like you it's this, shut the this fucking up thing. Up it's just spent not, this, this thing, this isn't, work, it isn't working out, man. It's just not working out. Like, shut no platform up. should have a countdown that counts up. That's fucking simple math. Chris, our guest I... today, don't you agree?
2: Yeah, I got no answers though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> David, it's two against
0: one. Uh, two against, the people! Well, well, the people have spoken. All right, I, I, I can't. This is get a my people's de- republic of quit. podcasts. Well, that's another
1: deposit that I'm not going to get back. Oh, that's yeah. two now. At this point, the, pe- the people have spoken. Dude. I don't even want to look at my goddamn credit card bill. Dennis already started. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Double D Experience. This time with a C
0: we're joined the double Ds oh. are joined by a oh. C
1: today. This time what what, what 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 do you what do you what do you have to say? You have a no. problem with that too.
0: No no no. My autistic brain thought like, Oh my god, we're the C D C but I'm I forgot with two D's instead of C's.
1: I was telling Chris the other <laughs> the other night and you remember like PEMDAS? Please excuse my dear aunt Sally, like when you learned like the proper notations yeah, yeah. or order. Well I came up with a new one. Okay. It's called PEM uh, it's called PEM. Uh, what 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 did I call it again? Uh, PEM. Uh, PEM Ross. Chris, do you remember what I called it?
2: I think you, you got to refresh my memory. Just please excuse my retarded ass, son. Oh man, it's all, it's all coming back to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining us as always to the Double D experience. We actually, Dennis, I'm impressed with us. How how long have we we did the intro like in the first two minutes?
0: We never do that. David, I'm not easily impressed. The day that we can get that shit to thirty seconds, I'll be actually impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's typical
1: Chris and typical double D fashion. We me and Dennis usually I don't know, it's about, like, dicks or farts or whatever it is that we just have on the brain as soon as we come in. We usually don't do the intro until legit, like, eight minutes into the podcast, but I guess traditions are made to be broken and repaired again and then broken again and then crazy glued and also duct taped at the same time until, like, grandma's ashes are just leaking out of the fucking vase. You you don't want to be. You don't want to get it to that point, but...
0: I have a question. (laughs) What's, What's your question, Dennis? I'm gonna put, like, a little break to your train right now, David. I have a question for our guest, Chris. Now this is important because this is going to dictate whether you come back on here or not. I'm just I'm joking, but Uh-oh. <laughs> tits or ass? <laughs> oh my god! You're no- can we shut up, who- David? Can we say who Chris is first? No. <laughs> can we? I mean, out? honestly,
2: it's the, the easy answer is ass, but like. <sighs> T- tits are something different for me, I guess. You know what I mean? I don't know. So it just but,
0: depends on the time of day, I guess? Uh, not the like time of day. Like sometimes it, you're thinking tits, sometimes it's just you thinking Sometimes ass. when you think
2: tits, you're just like, okay, yeah, I just want like, you know, <laughs> big fat moon. tits. But like, it, it's not like that in my case. It's, you know, mm. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I appreciate a nice pair of tits regardless of size. And I feel like a lot of times that question just assumes, would you rather have big tits or big ass?
0: Which is, I think, definitely a, a misnomer to that question because everyone just thinks like, You know, with with, with whichever one you prefer, it's kind of like, oh, I just want him like big. It's like, no, like to all you, (laughs) to all you ladies out there, no, that's not what that means. Sometimes we just have a preference as to which direction your body is facing. <laughs> no, Whatever, your body hot girls
1: only. Only hot girls need to have huge goddamn titties. If they are smaller than like an E, well, I'm sorry, you're ugly. Just accept that. It's just the way. It's just the way it is. But All sometimes
0: right. then, like the other part of them does, like kind of balance it out, you know? Because like, you know, sometimes a girl may have like legit no titties and her ass might be huge. So yeah, it's always that too. It fucking All the- varies. Although, I gotta say, though, in terms of that whole, let's say two variations, like, either or, like, I think it really does. It's a lot more disappointing when a girl has, let's say, big tits, right? Sure. But then as soon as she turns around and her ass is like a washboard, like, something just dies in me a little bit, you know? Like, I think that would kind of go with anybody. It's like, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. And then as soon as you turn around, you just like, And she can't even see, like, the disappointment in your face, you like Yeah, I think we should see other people. (laughs) I'm going to be real with you.
1: I find it medically fascinating when anyone's ass is that small.
0: Medically fascinating?
1: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like, not even just, like, in a sexual thing. Because, like, I... uh, People... A, a, a humans' asses are bigger than most creatures' asses, and I think there's some sort of cushiony sex thing to that. I'm pretty sure they're designed that way by whatever fucking evolutionary higher power you believe in, so, to, you know, wash your way off the backboard when you're doing the dirty Dublin doodler with a lady on both ends. <laughs> so, I-I-I <laughs> think they're designed that way for a reason, so when anybody, like, has an ass that tiny, it just makes- Pretty much no sense to me. Like, if my ass is bigger than a girl's, and I'm kind of cheeked up, I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's not gonna make any sense. Maybe it's an ego thing. I hate you. I hate ego you so thing much. at the end of the day as well. I mean, I measured oh my, my I measured my dick last night, right? For no reason at all, besides the fact I'm just like, huh? I'm really fucking hard right now. If there was ever a time to get like an accurate assessment. Let's go ahead and do this. And I'm disappointed to say, I think I was like half an inch smaller than what I originally thought I was. And I don't know if it's just... I don't know if there's some sort of medical thing and going like a year in quarantine, be like, David. wow, oh, dude, did your dick get smaller? David, David, Might you, have. Want,
0: you want to know something? What's up? We all think we're bigger than we actually are. <laughs> it's no, just, see? I, no, no, that's a guy's plight. It's true, though. Every, every one of us thinks we're bigger than we actually are until we get that fucking ruler and... We have to force ourselves not to get it on the I base used a tape of the measure. Thing. Everyone <laughs> thinks they're bigger than they actually are. That's I a used a fact. Tape measure, actually. Of course <laughs> you did! Just in case.
1: Yeah, no, but did you like measure I actually all the literally way to the don't base? own. I, I, I actually didn't. I don't own a ruler. I'm not a fucking nerd. I don't do math. Med- <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, okay. what does having a ruler have? What? <laughs>
1: I'm not a very hands-on guy. I don't know. Listen, I think you're pretty hands-on yourself, you know what uh, I mean? uh, Alright, alright. Eight minutes in, I guess we did the intro early on, but we've left our guest in the dark for enough time at this point. (laughs) I think it's certain to say that. Chris has been silent for a solid six minutes now. He's he's, he's (laughs) home. I I, I feel like he wants to go home. I feel like this is the kind of silent where it's just like, I want my mom to come pick me up. Like, Chris I is, want to go home, and Chris he is home right now. And I don't want this man to feel uncomfortable in his own space. So, to introduce Chris Elodian that we have here on the show, he is the owner, operator, founder, producer, and janitor of Master Hand Gaming, LLC, which is the greatest of all fucking Smash esports production things that has ever produced anything in its life. And I think Chris can attest to that.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's hard to tell when you're being overhyped, right? Um, I would like, never fucking overhype you. You're a legend. Shut the fuck up, David. Yes, you are. <laughs> you would, you definitely gas me up past, but the, but the thing is, is like, <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather gas up than gas light. True. Yeah. Facts. Okay. I get it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I have, uh, at this point, a pretty good, uh, wealth of experience, hands-on events, um, mm-hmm essentially kind of taught myself how to do it. I I, I had more formal jobs right out of school mm-hmm. uh, and essentially, like, rage quit my first one and then got another one. Do you but, have a story to that rage quit? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, um, you
0: could save that. Keep going, keep going. I want to hear yeah. this, but keep well,
2: going. Well, the thing is, is... uh, So, you know, I... Right, so you graduate school. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into the story, but the bottom line is you graduate school, you think getting a traditional job is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up working for a small family business uh, that basically tried to operate like a big corporation, oh. was a small family business. So it's like you have like you know I worked for a dude who had a mother-in-law and father-in-law who owned the original business, and essentially would just mm-hmm. take some money. They travel the world. The, the, it's like your classic scenario, like the, so the embezzlement, father, like, sort of. So the father-in-law uh, that plays, sounds like embezzlement. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the technical term of embezzlement, mm. so I, so I can't fully agree. Yet. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. But
2: um. Yeah, so, like, he would, you know, he would just take the money, go golfing in, like, Ireland or something. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here, like, at the, at the time, it was a good opportunity because I'm just, like, a young kid out of school, mm-hmm. as it were. Um, and they're like, hey, how would you like to, you know, you work here, you learn some stuff. And then I learned quickly. So, that stuff turned into, like, hey, manage this product mm-hmm. that our main, mostly sole customer buys um mm-hmm. and, and is international so it's like i started doing that got good experience worked with them for a few years mm-hmm. and i distinctly remember earlier on when the guy's like well you know what like you have to work hard enough to where like we have like you know you force us to pay you and i and I always took that like serious i was like you know yeah like, i'm just gonna work real hard just gonna mm-hmm. do my best so the day came five years later where you know at this point you know i'd been with my girlfriend for a few years mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like 25 and i'm like all right like Seems like pretty good, pretty good time to like ask for some more money because I had been doing all this for like a measly twenty four thousand dollars a year. I literally, dude, not much, but like it was a good opportunity Bruh. and I was living home. So with that money, I'm so I savvy I it with it. Uh, I, I had a few, I had a couple other jobs on the side, mm-hmm. um, and I ended up paying off all my student debt. So that's as soon good, as I did good. that. Thank, thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's, ten, that's, ten that's like a debt. fucking
1: poetry slam. I'm snapping for that dude, one. Dude, 10-year
2: debt paid off in like five years. No sweat. Congrats, congrats on that. Thank Fuck, you. dude. Yeah. So, in Biden any case, wishes
1: the vaccine rate was that good.
2: Well, the thing is, is like after that, that's when things I guess sort of started to go because uh, I realized I was like, mm. all right, I'm working here. These guys are definitely taking advantage of me. I don't have any mm-hmm. more debt. And me trying to be a problem solver went around because it's a small business. So, like, mm-hmm. I I'd know everyone there and I could talk to everyone. It was like sort of... Office slash factory work, and to some end, it, it was. Was like it in a, a warehouse?
1: You know, working hard, uh, hard work. Like kinda,
2: working. there was like a little warehouse part to it with a little front office. They used to manufacture gotcha. like, uh, like thermal grease for electronics and other stuff. Okay. So All right. In any case, uh you know, I I went around, kind of got the piece from everybody, got what everyone felt, whatever, confronted my boss, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, the typical gaslighting happens when you call people out on their stuff or try Whoa. to discuss it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't really take well to that. So it turned into them positioning it as, I mean, and, and to to their credit, like it turned into it somewhat of a manic episode. And this is when I learned <laughs> that I had uh, bipolar one. But and okay. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is I ended up... Uh, you know being put on medication getting off of it and as soon as I got after that and I had all these realizations of just like I don't want to work in an environment like that with people I'd rather just kind of have my own business yada 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 and that's kind of mm-hmm. what led me to what I'm doing now. Um, so yeah I ended up you know I went to school for math and stuff I uh, mm-hmm. just got a degree that I didn't even use for that job uh, floundered for a couple <laughs> years got mm-hmm. a mortgage job that I hated banking is totally soul sucking work Oh um, yeah. and that was basically to sustain. You know, my career basically as a, as a live producer, which is what I mm-hmm. do with uh, Master Hands, which is, you know, I, I act as a one man production team. I travel around to a ton of places, set up mm-hmm. uh, essentially an entire studio um, and, and put on events. And then, you know, since COVID, you know, at, at bottom level, I was just in like a little gaming place or like mm-hmm. someone's almost like office. At the top level, uh, I was streaming an event that had like 100,000 concurrent viewers and sponsored by Nintendo. So it's like I've sort of seen the whole range of that because the nature of esports, at at least the level that I'm doing it, is very Mm -hmm. uh, uh, grassroots. Mm
0: -hmm. And would you want to like, I guess, um, go past like maybe the grassroots like sort of, I guess uh, level? Maybe somewhere (laughs) like uh, like Brill, like
2: I mean this is the only example I can think of. Like, would you want to ever host a league tournament? (laughs) So So this is the thing. I've decided that like the actual tournaments themselves were more of a means to an end for me. I really like okay. the idea of community management. Like I, I will take live production work as it's presented, but mm-hmm. the reason I sort of stuck to the niche I did, which was Smash Brothers, as mm-hmm. as you know, that's uh, David is into commentating that, mm-hmm. which is where I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just decided I this like, I don't even really want to do because that's starting to feel so much like work, where it's just like. I really like Smash, and, the, and I take a certain interest in it, and I think mm-hmm. of the other events as just sort of like events. So it's like if I'm at a point where I just need some money or I want to get some money, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, I'll take that work. But otherwise, mm-hmm. like, if am I concerned about growing a community for, like, League of Legends players? Probably not, because I would say mm-hmm. it's definitely a lost cause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean
0: sounds like they're player base yeah i'm yeah, no, i just kind of feel the same way like leagues it's, it's oh god it's, oh, all, gaming. Like Dude, it's, it's about, all gaming it's all gaming all i mean no but
2: communities it's true no, but like no, it's, no. league no, no. of
1: legends and call of duty have the worst communities and none of the other ones even come close
0: but going off of like what even though david's memeing right now that whole thing like Dreaming. the main biggest ones like League, Dota, and a few other other ones that like, all, basically the the games that are um what do you call it like broadcasted the most like on Twitch, whether it be through um streamers or pro players or even just the like, ones that these kids events. get
1: like millions for basically yeah
0: like even Fortnite like you know yeah the player base is uh I've been a part of all of them low key and uh and me being a Korean and the Koreans like love like fucking League of Legends especially even Dota as well and like I was even part of the StarCraft community for a bit StarCraft is I... a little bit more calmer. I guess, but, like, you go into the other shit... Even Overwatch is fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. Like, joking? how they had to, like, ridiculous the way, they are. like the shit they
1: had to do in those servers shit. to, like, get people to stop just using, like, slurs and shit on them. Yeah. It's insane how quick you'll get banned right now. Dude, here, here's... I loaned... I, uh... I had an old, uh, I think, Battle.net account or whatever because I I played Overwatch for a little Mm -hmm. bit when the game first came out because I was a Team Fortress 2 player for years Mm -hmm. and Overwatch effectively killed that game for a little while until the last couple updates of Overwatch and everybody realized, wow, this game is ass. (laughs) <laughs> and moved back. It offers <laughs> less than what TF- yeah. TF2 offers. Like TF2, it- as far as that game goes, it's like it's still got its stuff nowadays. But I played Overwatch like it's part of TF2 withdrawal because like it, the game was heavily inspired off of Team Fortress oh, yeah, Two. Yeah. You they can uh, you cannot fucking deny that in any regards. Like Torbjorn is the engineer. He's yeah. literally the engineer. He plays exactly like him. Like the same amount of meat mm-hmm. resources and metal he uses. Tracer is the scout. She plays the yeah. same way. It's like all the same shit. And, Mm. uh, so I did play that game for a little while, and then when I stopped, because I hated it and realized I was only playing it to fill the void of Team Fortress 2, I gave that account to my friend as a burner account, because he was heavily into Overwatch League. Mm. I would receive... Yeah, he played competitive, but he wasn't like you know, like not like oh, I'm gonna make. He's like he's not going to events. I make millions playing Overwatch. You know, like I live the Uh, metaphorical life of an esports legend, and I would. (laughs) It's so funny. I would periodically get emails to my to my email because it's based on my account,
0: Mm -hmm. telling me that I've been temporarily banned. For like certain words said or and behavior. Like, and then you like message your friend, like, okay, what did you say this time? <laughs> Straight up. I'm like, dude, no, it's not me.
1: I'm not dropping these slurs. It's it's not me because he would go in like the you know the shit talk mm-hmm. that you know Overwatch fucking kids do. So mm-hmm. it's just funny. Like I was not a part of that, but like many other things, I received the blame on the other end of that mm-hmm. stick. It's just funny, like seeing emails like, hey. You're toxic. And I'm, I'm like, just, no, it's, it's not me.
0: I I'm swear just, to God. I'm just waiting for, like, the day that David receives an email from Twitter or something, like, telling you, like, blaming you for me <laughs> for something that I said. I, I was about, dude, we've said this
1: pretty much every episode. Like, the, the Double D experience is going to get me canceled for something I did not do mm. eventually. It's going to happen. It's just, it's yeah. just going to happen by sheer association of my yeah. long-legged, pissed-off career man. And I will die on that hill with Dennis.
0: Okay. Well, I, I don't mean, fucking... you'd be. I mean, we'd be. We'd both be on that hill, but you'd be dead first. <laughs> I mean, I'm taller. I'm. I'm. I'm a bigger target. Yeah, like whatever met- metaphorical arrow like comes towards us is probably gonna hit you first. <laughs> <laughs> Just more area. Yeah, it's just like a bigger surface area. Well, (laughs) you all know I
1: made this podcast because I'm an esports commentator. As I work Mm -hmm. with Chris on the regular, he's Mm. easily the greatest producer that I work with. Out of the many, I've worked with many uh, producers. I've worked with MetaView. I've worked with a lot of the top TOs for the online events nowadays. I've worked with, you know, Collision Series and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. Chris is not only one of the most consistent, he's one of the most down to earth people that i've mm-hmm. ever had the pleasure to pleasure to work with it's funny we used to do a thing called the Glintendo circuit at the beginning of the pandemic whereas uh Glintendo, the guy who made our twitter art and whatnot and the host of the Glintendo podcast and uh, resident shit boy he uh <laughs> he, he um he ran a mario kart tournament for a while and mm-hmm. chris would stream it based on the streamers that uh Uh, Because the game has no spectator mode based on how many Mm -hmm. people in the tournament were streaming it I would start I I stopped entering those tournaments to commentate it because I thought I would better serve those events in terms of uh In terms of that way because like the Mm -hmm. Nintendo circuit took me out of a very dark place You know like I I had just gotten dumped the pandemic happened lost my job this and that it was literally Mm -hmm. the only thing (laughs) I had to look forward to every week for a while and we used Mm -hmm. to do that for a long while and as a result of that I got to know Chris a lot better And I feel like I've learned and bonded with him more than anybody else throughout the course of the quarantine and the pandemic. Which is funny, because I'm seeing this guy less than I ever had when I used to work with him in real life, like every week going into these events and actually seeing him being like, oh, what's up? Eh, what's up? And will just shoot the shit. Little small talk. And then, like, we would just me, him, and Stu, the announcer, will stay up regularly till, like, 3 a.m. every week after we do the DNA tournaments and just be like, man, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> shit like that. And it's the greatest, no- so...
0: No- nothing brings people closer than shit that they could share hatred with. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that's That's, that's, a, that's true. a fact, yeah. Like, I mean obviously people kind of use that to very nefarious ends but you know when it comes to at least harmless shit it's like yo i hate lincoln tunnel traffic and you both just bond over that like you know that's a beautiful thing you know you you bond over oh how much i hate black people that's not cool you shouldn't do that obviously (laughs) but you know all said and done
1: that's when i'm sitting on the subway and i hear people doing that that's when i'm whipping out my phone shadow recording them and just like yeah like don't fuck with these guys they're racist yeah. And that's, yeah. That is the cancel culture I will to, perpetuate.
0: To, to, to be fair, though, racism is a little different depending on where you go because I lived in New York for a good chunk of my life and it really wasn't just one group that was racist against the other. Everyone was racist against everybody. Yeah, Asians ever see, would give uh... shit to white, black, and Indian people and the Indians would do the same and the black people would do the same and the white people would do the same. I got called a Asian faggot boy from a black dude at port authority <laughs> and yeah. i just laughed it off and i wa- and i went up the escalator but i took i mean you know it i, I guess i don't know i guess i was offended like i i kind of laughed as i went up the escalator like <laughs> so cuz it just came out of fucking nowhere And I was dying laughing because like New York is like where where does that where did that come from, dude?
2: Like what the fuck? It's that's the funny thing. We're just talking about toxic gaming communities, right? Mm. I feel like it's unfortunately human nature to just like like rage at someone. It's like the human condition where everyone just feels that bad where if you're in a setting where you're Mm -hmm. either anonymous or you just don't think you're gonna see that person again, Mm -hmm. that's what comes out. Like it's just would it's kind of like mm. a trained, I almost feel like it's like we're trained for it.
0: I, I just also think it's just like built in us also. I, I mean, I guess, yeah, you could no. say that like it's um, just, it's something that like over time, like the more you game, like you just kind of like, you know, uh, your brain just starts to go towards Whoa. that direction. Hatred, so that's the but. thing
2: is like you think it's, you think it's the gaming, but I literally just think it's like a human condition. Like, because the gaming yeah. is just like a reflection of it, right? So you oh, could yeah, say a exactly. gaming community is really toxic, but you could also be walking through New York and have someone slur at you really hard, yeah, yeah.
0: for for no reason at all, yeah. Either. Like I like I was during I was there during the days of Xbox Live Halo, and COD, same. Like we 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 all like all all three of us have been there. Like we we know what that feels like. And for a lot of you kind of youngins who d- haven't didn't grow up with that, and y'all think that Fortnite is the most toxic fucking community out there. Yo, I really wish like you. um, I don't know. I don't know if those Xbox Live compilations are still up there, but like I I remember. Okay, they are. I remember listening to a couple of them before, and I was like, "Damn, yo, we went in those days." Like our like generation, at least like when we were on Xbox Live, and even the there were even adults as well, like playing COD and Halo. Like they were going in on some of these kids, and then the kids would go in on these adults. Yes. Basically, like oh my god, It it was. Okay. It
2: still happens, too, but, like, mm. that definitely was the peak of it before anyone really cared, because yeah. I, I just remember growing up, you can, you know, saying a word like fag or calling someone mm. gay was just so commonplace, you'd even see it in, like, popular media. That's um, true, yeah. Like, you'd see that in, like, an Adam, yeah. like, you know, you'll hear someone get called a fag in an Adam Sandler movie. Like, I, I've heard it before. I can't remember which really? one I was just so yeah. jarring. Is it the one where, where he, just like, like,
1: turns into a golden retriever or something? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the one where he's a coconut and falls in love with a dog. Or,
0: oh, is this uh, where yeah. he turns into a dildo? And uh, you know, like
2: it's <laughs> May have been that one. Dude, yeah, Adam Sandler <laughs> It's like Adam Sandler.
0: It's just like the dildo with Adam Sandler's hit, like, hit, like face on it. And it's like, and the guy just picks it up, and all he says is "fag." Yeah, <laughs> like Chris, like a can super, Chris, continue.
2: I just think he has a super interesting career to me. Uh, I, I was going to digress. Oh that.
0: yeah, I, I actually. I kind of don't want you to because I kind of do agree, because he is one of those few actors that just makes nothing but shit, but he gets paid handsomely for it. The he's funny... gone
1: on record saying that he knows that his all all of his recent movies are trash, but he doesn't care because they make him money. Who he's plan? literally said that.
0: Yeah, I think I remember even um, who was it? Michael Caine. He was in a uh, Jaws four or some shit, and like they asked him like so why'd you go into that movie because like it was obviously shit you know all the other jaws after jaws one like was garbage but like they asked him like oh why'd, why'd you go into that movie like what what made you even want to he's like paid for my house yep like like what other reason like people think like actors when they're at least starting i don't know if michael kane at least i guess maybe he was going through a bit of a rough patch when it came to money but like like people seem to forget at least when it comes to a lot of at least just because actors are artists like you know in the sense that like you know acting is an art and people seem to forget that like yeah okay like i'm gonna have some integrity into this but i'm also like i have to pay for my bills i have to pay for food i have to pay for like my utility bills like when it comes to a lot of gigs that i've heard people take it's like i don't give them shit for it at all and i don't even give shit to people who even sell out in a way because it's like look like it pays the bills i'll be honest in the day in this day and age like you know i i don't i can't really fault anyone for kind of doing stuff like that because you know
2: like, I got to live. Well, we got the rules to survival, and the rules say that Adam Sandler content is of value enough to push to the masses where they <laughs> get paid that kind of money. So as long as we're living in that world, like, can't blame anyone, you know? I'll be honest. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, as Michael Kane <laughs> I, I need a certain shipment of Viagra to match the amount of hookers that I <laughs> <laughs> that, that train. Isn't on, one that pill train on my ass on the regular. I mean, a- haven't you ever wanted to eat the ass of Michael? Of the, Kane? Of the queen? Of, my, of Michael? Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hey dude, dude. The queen. Don't you want? She's fucking sick. Sing, she's single now, bro. Like I will be that fucking like I will be that gold digger, little sugar David, daddy for her.
0: David, I already know you like older women, but I didn't think you would like that kind of older woman. You I don't. I mean? don't.
1: But I don't. But I like money. I'll help. I'll, I'll, she's I'll, not gonna pay you. Well, why not? Why would she? She's the queen! Cause I'm not gonna do it unless- I'm not gonna fucking Unless do I'm it. paid!
0: Yes! <laughs> I'm not gonna do it unless I'm
1: paid. Are you fucking joking? Why else would I want to like stuff my ass in like a 95-year-old's keister, dude? Like, I better be making like fucking stacks on stacks on stacks for that shit.
0: I'm also make this into a lesson to all you people out there. Never do something that you're good at for free. Let, let, oh, let that, let, let that. trust me. Let that sink in.
1: Let me say and, something and here and
0: live by those words.
1: Let me say something here because trust me, from where me and Chris come from, in terms of in terms of how we work together, it's more of like a unique kind of base than a lot of other Smash tournaments that I work at. Because if there's something I could at least say here, and me and Chris have talked about this quite a lot extensively on a lot of uh, a lot of our DNA After Darks, as we like to call them a lot of the times like and I, I even i've had people talk to me about this as well i've had like co- other like aspiring commentators like reach mm. out to me and whatnot ask me like how to get set up and smash and whatnot mm. i will never tell anybody anything but the truth mm. really in that the smash brothers community especially as far as esports go or like being like a professional in esports it is sort of a glorified internship is what it is because you, I, I'm going to be real with you. Like 90% of the time, doing stuff like Smash Brothers commentary, at least before the pandemic, and how I'm sure it's going to be again after the pandemic, mm-hmm. you do not get paid. You don't. It's mm-hmm. like you get paid. It's literally like you get paid in the fact that you get to be on a stream this big or the clout or the exposure or whatever it's like in a for, sense, your if for your resume for your resume really it's no yeah. different than being an artist and yeah don't get me wrong there's a certain hierarchy to stuff like smash commentary you do got to work your way up you know prove your worth like pretty much anything else mm-hmm. you got to like you got to grind to make your way up in that industry but at a certain point if somebody's asking you like to cast like an entire tournament, and you're doing something like five hours of work, if five hours of commentary, that takes a strain on the voice, takes a lot of mental energy to be doing that. And if you want to look legitimate, it's a risk because if you do a bad job, then you know people might not want to hire you again. Or if mm. you say something foolish, of course, then that's that's different. There's more risk to you in that department. If you're doing something like that for five hours without getting paid, you're being exploited. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You're being exploited. And I did that for so so long on my come up like 2019 was my ex-girlfriend and grinding commentary that was the whole year for me And it was pretty much Mm. among the happiest I'd ever been nowadays. It's like I'm 24 Mm. I'm at the point where like I I can't be dedicating my time to you know doing this shit for people for free I mean for free. It's like a community based thing or whatever. It's like at a certain point, it's like, you know, you being on the stream helping somebody for free, it's like you're sort of just helping them grow their brand at that point by mm. offering you their services. And so I'm not saying, like, never ever don't work for free or anything like that because I'm going to be real with you if you're an aspiring Smash commentator. Yeah, exactly. You if you're just to, starting out, like, you you're have shit to out of luck. On your way up. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I have been paid to commentate a more times in the last year alone from at remote commentating than I had in the last five years I had been in the Smash community combined. I could count on one hand how many times I had been paid in those five years beforehand to do it. Not even a side hustle at that point. At that point it is more so an actual community effort. But mm-hmm. now like Chris elongatingly pays me for my work. Like I do I do a certain amount of his events and then he shadow bombs my PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> That's- I
2: <laughs> There's there's reasons for that, because the same pushback you're saying about the commentary where you kind of do things for free, whatever, mm-hmm. is very much the same on the production end when you're actually producing the tournament. So the please, big companies that actually that. have money to fund stuff like this, usually a mm-hmm. lot of that funding goes directly to players' benefit, whether that be in the form of a prize pool or a player mm-hmm. salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, to some degree, commentators, but that's more of a top percentile because there just aren't a whole lot of paying or established esport orgs regularly, like doing stuff where they need dedicated Mm -hmm. commentators and then like work that I'm doing will get allocated to essentially intern level so it'll be someone Mm -hmm. getting a lot underpaid meanwhile you could have me with a wealth of experience in person and you know Mm -hmm. not in person uh that just doesn't fit whatever company's budget for production because it's it's Mm -hmm. not the focal point of things it's very much a means to an end uh, a, mm-hmm. lot of the, a lot of the focus will go into getting the attention, which is obviously all social media and having the best players, and then the ad revenue, which is mm-hmm. essentially what all the platforms run on. So the whole and industry in is mm-hmm. it, it's at the whim of, of, of like Twitch and, and YouTube and how all that works. So it all funnels mm-hmm. to which channels are able to, to monetize the content the most mm-hmm. and then how that business is like what they basically do with that money. Mm -hmm. um and sadly it's just the trend says you know keep investing in more content don't worry about the infrastructure but there's a severe lack of infrastructure because now you have people who (laughs) are developing real skills whether it be Mm -hmm. like david commentating and getting better and better each Mm -hmm. week or me putting on more you know more productions and having Mm -hmm. those get more and more polished but that work doesn't really it's easily replaceable so to speak it's Mm -hmm. it's it's not really uh, if you ask, go knows what they're talking about. But like for a person with business and money, it's very much just like, you know, getting a factory with workers who are underpaid. You know, it, it's yeah. so until that stuff gets valued or until the careers become something that are more, you know, until that content starts to pay enough money to pay for people who are doing its careers, mm-hmm. it it's almost like it can't happen. But I think that's just sort of most jobs now everything's kind of Mm -hmm. been reduced to what impact social media has
1: well that's Mm. the thing that's why i say that i feel like smash is nothing more than again from the business side of it is what i'm talking about is nothing more like the community whatever if you go there to socialize have fun that's a whole different thing i'm talking about Mm -hmm. if like you're trying to get a job in esports setup or whatever which a lot of people have told me that they want i feel like most commentators i feel like i'm one of the only commentators and one of the only smash commentators whose long-term goal is not esports is not to work in esports. Like, this is really my mm. side hustle. I-I wanna get as far as I can with it and stuff, and do my thing. But, like, for the reasons- even some of the reasons you said in excluding- in, in, including other ones, Chris, is that- that's why I say that, you know, Smash should be treated as, like, an internship. And, like, more like an unpaid mm. one, you know? Like, you go to college, you're young, what not everybody will always tell you nowadays on Twitter never ever never take an unpaid internship never and I agree If you're out of college never take a fucking unpaid internship in my opinion I think that's stupid, but when you're young working for knowledge is a little different. That's okay, but mm-hmm. smash <sighs> Well, it's like, Chris, you remember that fucking tweet that that guy made, whoever it was, that everybody clowned on? The guy said, like, oh, like, you need to learn how to balance, you know, smash in, like, your real life and stuff. If, like, you're entering these tournaments every week, but you don't care to improve, blah, blah, blah. It's like you're sort of just wasting your time and your money at that point. And everybody clowned on him because they took it as, like, him shitting on their hobby.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I remember. Yeah, you remember that.
1: I saw that, and I was like, he's fucking right. If I do nothing but enter Smash tournaments every week for a game that I don't care to improve at and, you know, socialization is not always the main factor, it's like, what am I doing? I'm spending my hard-earned money doing something that I'm not even having fun doing anymore. It's not for me. That's the kind of- he was talking to people like me. That's who he was referring to in that tweet, because if I spend all my free time doing that, I'm 24, dude. I need to be spending a lot of my time, you know, like, owning my skills and actually getting to the place where I want to be. Otherwise, I'm gonna be, like, fucking 30-plus years old and I'll still be working, you know, like, the job, like, whatever odd jobs or whatever, just so I can enter Smash tournaments. It's like, that is a waste of time at that point. So, the Smash community, as far as, like, the business side goes, not just for the reasons that Chris said, but for others, like, the fact that Red Bull... And Ninja and all these other mm. different types of organizations have tried to put on pro circuits for Smash and Nintendo subtly shut them down every single time. The fact that Nintendo genuinely does not like the competitive Smash community and that they know that they'll make money off their game regardless because it's catered to casuals who are the majority of people who purchase the game, it's different. Mm. Whether it's like a it's not a rational belief, in my opinion, that Nintendo thinks they'll lose sales the more competitive Smash becomes, that's absolutely ridiculous. But point is, all that stuff combined. You literally can't make a living doing any semblance of eSports work for Smash. I don't care who you are, I don't care what your numbers are, because numbers on social media and shit matters a lot for stuff like eSports work. I'm sorry, but it does feel like Mm -hmm. it matters low-key more in a community like Smash where the money is not really existent because it's a grassroots scene, as they say, but... Mm -hmm. It literally, this is what I mean when I say it should be treated like an internship for aspiring Smash employees. If you come to me and you tell me like, Oh ne I-I-I want to be a Smash commentator, this-this is my dream in life, I'm like, it's not happening. You can do it. It's never ever 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 fucking ever going to be your career, or anybody else's. You should use it as a stepping stone to try to get into a game Mm. that has legitimate company backing behind it, like most other eSports do. Look at all the top players! I've even said this before, like, all the top players and whatnot, like, they all stream, they all make content. That's how they make their money, too. That's exactly! Guess what?
2: That's where most of their fucking money comes from! You think they all want to stream? So... No! Being, not a all pro, built for that. being a pro player and commentator, the idea is the exposure allows you to then use that for something else. It's really not too dissimilar yeah. being on a TV show when you're a celebrity and then deciding mm-hmm. you're going to buy like a liquor company one day, or you have
0: OnlyFans.
2: Yeah, or, or have that. Like it's literally <laughs> just a platform for you to like mm-hmm. kind of get you out there. I think a lot of people miss that. It's just like, oh, well, yeah, I could do this professionally, and then mm-hmm. it's my career, and I'm good. Yeah. But I just think the world is too dynamic now, and I think just the way people get things done, mm-hmm. it's it's just what it is and the fact that there are so many people that want to do this and streaming on twitch or putting these things together is so accessible for everyone yeah you know you can get people whether it be like me who are crazy enough to front will allow this work in good faith that it turns into something one day or you just have people who kind of come in have enough money to sort of buy out some of what you know smaller companies have built up organically to then make mm-hmm. it into your own thing which is kind of what happens with smash like whoever has the gold makes the rules so, mm-hmm. you know, if you have something developing, all of that stuff suddenly becomes for sale and people mm-hmm. really change their tone with, like, a, a check waved in front of their face. And yeah. it ends up just mm-hmm. kind of dictating how everything flows.
0: I think a lot of people even seem to forget how, like, at least the, in- the entertainment industry from yesteryear, yester century, at least, uh, compared to now is what, completely two different worlds entirely. Because, I mean, you know, the 1900s didn't have streaming. They didn't have all these other newer avenues that people as entertainers can go and basically get themselves out there for just even not only just more exposure, but also even just as a means of even income.
1: Yeah, your Twitch streamers back then were on the fucking radio.
0: Oh, yeah. Those were your Twitch yeah. streamers back yeah. then. And, and that's why I'm also saying like uh, a lot of like, um uh, I guess I, I guess you could call them celebrities. A lot of comedians are even like uh, that I listen to and that I uh, watch. They not only just... Like, people, like, even comedians are an example. They don't just, like, then come out during specials. Like, that's the that's not the only time you're going to see them. I mean, obviously, you know, they go to comedy clubs as well. And, like, you know, you're going to see them there. But, like, they also come out on radio shows. They also come out on podcasts. They also sometimes even have their own podcasts. Like, Bill Burr, for example. Everyone, like, kind of has to, I think, have to realize that having, like, a bit of a one, a one, uh, I guess, a very narrow-minded path. Is just more detrimental for you in the long run because you then kind of then don't see that there are other again avenues that you can go th- uh, to go to and and perhaps you never even know like opening that door might even just lead to even more possibilities in the end. It sounds corny as fuck, but it, it that's how at least how I think of it because the uh, it's just so uh, dynamic now, like this like the industry in general. If we're even just talking about, like, esports and programming or even gaming in general, like, that whole industry has changed so much over the last, like, 10, 15 years that it's never been more monetized than it is now. And I think it's even going to be even more monetized in the future. Like, um, give it, like, the next couple more years, considering, like, people who were streamers like Ninja now have their own fucking business. Like, I don't know what his net worth is, but he... You, he literally made his own... I mean, he already... Like, that's why I'm saying. Like, he literally made his own brand. Uh, by literally... I'm not saying he just... He built it through just streaming. He got all those donations and built his own business. <laughs> but I think, like, you know, it's, like, a good chunk of it at the very least. Like, that's also, like, you know, something admirable about that in my opinion, too. And I think that's also the reason why a lot of these young kids, when they start to come out and, like, you know, they see all these... Uh, all these guys, like Ninja and a few others... And it gets them inspired and like you know oh i want to do something like that like and you know ninja's journey i'm sure like i mean he was like a halo i think pro player for a while and until uh fortnite came along and then i think even for a while i don't know if the, I, didn't, I didn't heard anything about him until like fortnite came out um but like he was kind of off the grid for a minute and then like once fortnite came out like everyone was like oh my god ninja and like everyone kind of remembered him and such and like his like the journey is a long one like people got to remember that too yeah like, if, like i mean if this is something that you'd like to do professionally it all also depends on the game that you're trying to get into csgo i mean if you're good enough maybe but like same for Fuck any other that, game. That really. shit is so hard i know i know that but shit,
1: yeah. csgo is the melee of first person shooters without a doubt <laughs>
0: Everything in that really? game is just so fucking absurdly hard for no reason. But that's why you also kind of can't help but admire some of those players. Like I've seen some. Like, oh, I respect I, the I, fuck out of them, I, but I at know, the same yeah. time, it's like, fuck this. I know. Like, I always like. Uh, I gotta throw
1: something I, to my sister really quick. Can we continue?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But um, yeah. I, I almost like I feel as if, uh, Smash is definitely, from what I can tell, it's not one of those games that. I mean, as long as Nintendo's still gonna go the route that they are, I can't ever see Smash or any, let's say, other sort of casual even slash competitive fighting game that Nintendo comes out with ever getting the, I guess, even monetary attention that uh, that a lot of others would, I guess, maybe get like in the future, just because like. As everyone said on here, and as even me and David have said multiple times, like you know, uh, Smash is very much a grassroots sort of scene, and it's not. From what I imagine, it can't really. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if they ever bring it back on Evil, maybe they'll like you know. Maybe it'll. Maybe something will come out of that, but I mean, it's just at the moment, yeah. Like, I can't ever seeing it become like uh, past like what it is, which is a uh, which is a grassroots scene. At least that's just my opinion on it.
2: Yeah, I think it really just depends if the grassroots scene is gonna be able to grow with the, the, the basically what has been growing it already, which I do mm-hmm. think is possible. But with that there's so many there's so much I don't wanna say infighting, mm-hmm. but a lot of the people who kinda of have the ability to sort of take rein of such a project are, mm-hmm. are essentially competitors so then mm-hmm. you sort of have the scene split up in ways that they don't even that they aren't even familiar with because those guys are competing for deals with like Twitch and mm-hmm. ad revenue and things that make all this sustainable so they could actually hire people along yeah but like the more that they get devalued by the competing company and the more you have like a younger mm-hmm. company just trying to like make something happen it, yeah. it just gets very confusing and sort of cannibalizes itself and Smash mm-hmm. has been a pure case of that because Nintendo hasn't wanted anything to do with it so yeah. it's kind of allowed uh, people a way to have something organic and see if they can make it work and to be honest with mm-hmm. you they, they haven't um, I actually think the community works a lot like Lord of the Flies in, in a lot of mm-hmm. ways where it's a yeah, lot of just is. young kids they're, they're mm-hmm. all casted away together mm-hmm. and they all just sort of You know, one by one, take each other out, depending on Mm -hmm. whoever has the most influence is able to sway things. Yeah. Amen to that. Um, So that's kind of how I see it. I think, though, that and I actually think that the whole everything being shut down and canceled as far because COVID and everything was Mm -hmm. sort of a blessing because Mm. it did sort of get rid of a lot of the interests of people who were just like looking to take advantage of it. Like you still have that. Mm-hmm. But then the proven entities, like, because there's such a lack of interest, now have a little bit more time to sort of figure out how to v- literally provide a value versus, um, you know, just... just trying to put content out there and thinking like, oh, I'm doing eSports now and I need to get Mm -hmm. a sponsor and I'll get a bunch of viewers on my Twitch. Like it just doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah. And most of that is because of the way the algorithms work on YouTube. Like, Oh yeah. You could, you'll just never break past like a VG bootcamp or like a 2GG to a much lesser extent, a VG bootcamp, Mm -hmm. but basically the main orgs that stream and, and present, Smash content like you're never yeah. gonna break past that like it's it's mm-hmm. literally impossible as long as we're all using YouTube as the way to do this so yeah. now yeah. comes a point where people recognize that enough to decide that they're like okay let me just contribute towards this or let yeah. me you know not run this tournament because running this tournament is gonna take away from that but you're never mm-hmm. gonna be able to stop people from hosting or mm-hmm. doing things because you know people are gonna do what they want and they should yeah so, exactly. but like no one fu- understands fully why that actually might do more harm than good yeah, and it's hard to really convince them because you're always going to seem like on the other end that you're just essentially trying to control something. It's really weird. Yeah. I it's don't. Like really... You're
0: shitting on my dream, like that sort of like sentiment. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's
2: it's it's weird to actually encompass because there are a lot of different moving pieces, and it's just so different mm-hmm. from everyone involved. So like yeah. like I said, I guess at the start of this, like you know, I've seen all facets from the little company trying to make things to now seeing like okay, mm-hmm. well, I just want a fair wage for a fair amount of work, and mm-hmm. the way to do that would be having, like, a sole entity of this. So, like, you know, I've been on all ends of the spectrum as far as this conversation goes Mm. over the years.
1: Uh, I definitely agree with the Lord of the Flies thing, yeah, mm because, like, brands in Smash can come and go, and I feel like so many of them are trying to do that similar thing. Mm -hmm. In terms of just growing their brand, like I mentioned before, like, you, if you're a commentator or a producer or whatever, I don't give a fuck. You should be getting paid. You know, like, uh, there's Last, he's mm-hmm. one of the, um, he's the liquid kid who, like, uh, came out of the woodworks this year and now, like, hosts or streams <laughs> a lot of the, uh, like, a lot of the major Wi-Fi tournaments and what now. He was telling, he was on Twitter the other day talking about this conversation he had with Cact because he didn't know his own worth before, and even said, like, wow, I, I, I should be getting paid for this, and now he, I don't know how, but he does actually get money for his events right now, probably from Liquid or whatever, and mm-hmm. when I saw that kind of stuff, I'm like, I'm like, good. I literally replied back to both of them. I'm like I I'm really glad you both realize this because in my honest opinion The smash community is not worth doing work for free It's not it's just I, Mm -hmm. I I you can say what you will about the smash community at large I think I think they don't deserve a lot of what they get if I'm being completely honest I think by all intents and purposes The Smash community, and I'm not saying this is a, like, truly a derogatory statement to it. The Smash community assisted me in my own terms and my own growth in my career. I've had amazing relationships because of it. I'm not saying this to be like, oh, fuck the community, fuck Smash. But by all intents and purposes, like, the community should not exist. Like, I feel like everything we do is, like, against what Smash was supposed to be. And what Nintendo Mm -hmm. wanted it to be. And, frankly, what you know, it should have been considering some events that have happened to it. Like, I remember in July, like, the Me Too wave and everything, and people were writing their edgy tweets like,
0: Burn it all
1: down, or whatever, and it's like, from one end? You know, the community, low-key, kind of should have died when that happened, but it didn't. You know, like, are still here, still trucking, doing their thing, and people still aren't talking about, like, you know, event safety enough, and people are already going to offline events again, even though fucking nothing has changed. And, uh... I don't know. It's just interesting. I agree with Chris's sentiment in terms of Lord of the Flies because, like, what happens is that, like, a lot of these organizations come out of the woodwork. They do the same thing. Then they start, like, mm-hmm. collaborating together or taking ideas from some other places. And then eventually somebody just comes in and does it better. Yeah. That's what happened with a lot of, like, that's what happened with, like, some of, like, uh, the old streamers for, like, Brawl and the day. Literally, mm-hmm. Chris came in with Master Hand Gaming. And, and fucking made those people irrelevant. <laughs> and it's yeah, not even what I he was, was there to do. He just did what they did, but mm. better.
2: Yeah, and it's funny is because there's a lot of, um... I hate to throw the word entitlement out there, but there's a lot of just, like, associating... <laughs> no, there's a lot of
1: fucking entitlement.
2: Well, associating with the community and then kind of having your name in it, but, like, in all actuality, the world doesn't work like that. The only thing that makes a Smash community the Smash community is that everybody plays Smash Brothers. They're, it's way too devised, you know what I mean? That's, like, Calling mm. an NFL fan and a pop winner football fan, the the football community, like I guess
0: <laughs> they don't even call themselves that. I, I know because
2: it's not a real thing. Like so, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this has been like some kind of weird imposed like label that have been put on people mm. for trying to do this. Because at that point, I almost like I didn't know anything about it. I, the, the extent mm-hmm. of it was okay. I hated my last jobs. I want to mm. do something that's cool. I really like this game. I'm very interested and and having events in my area so i'll just do what i you know whatever and then that just turned mm. into a production career because that was the means to the end that i otherwise had envisioned mm-hmm. so you know i figure all that out but then as you start putting things along you start bumping into the politics and everyone yep having something to say about what you're doing or having opinions mm-hmm. and then that's where you're fighting for all the opportunities that david mentioned earlier
1: <laughs> i will never forget when that fucking person, I think it was Axis or whoever, fucking twit longer you because he was salty that more people were coming to your events. Well the thing is
2: is he double booked over the events we had. Forget that. And at the time I was on a pretty good rhythm of having regular events and stationing them in, in an organized fashion that the whole state could grow with and presenting stuff and the problem is is there was that degree of entitlement like, Oh, well, you know, I want to host my events too and the thing is it was a young <laughs> The, the reason this turned into a big deal in the attempted cancellation of me was he was referring <laughs> to, to a conversation I had with him when he was 17, where I talked to him like an adult and said, If you're going to compete with my events, I'm basically just going to compete harder. And then he basically said how oh, I was like, No, mean to
0: him. capitalism. Dude, yeah. I was like, David, uh, I was literally dude, about to dude, say that. I know,
2: if man. I but but we're. And especially like like you're a seventeen year old, I guess I'll say boy, because you've already told me that you don't B-O-I. want to talk to.
0: B O I not Y, B O I Whatever you want to call he's a it. A fucking, it like Kratos, just,
2: fucking Kratos, this kid boy. Uh, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> and then he's just like putting out parts of the conversation without context and then of like, course. Yeah. like so, they all do And, like and like all I said, all I was do. just like I was like, honestly, man, just release the whole conversation. Like I don't I don't feel bad about anything that was said or like yeah. it was bad. And then and then he released a little more but then noticeably skipped stuff, so I just started posting the stuff he skipped, and then and then it just ended.
0: Yeah. So Chris, so Chris. <laughs> Access me, is in
1: for, like, I was so tempted to fucking, like, message that kid after that and be like, alright, I'm just gonna say right here, if you ever hit me up, I'm literally never fucking commentating at any of your events. If you've got a problem with Chris, you got a problem with me, you can suck my dick. Sir. Wouldn't have said that last part because that would have just created problems. Like, I
2: mean, it, it, it's, it really is water under the bridge. He no, has no, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, kid, I know, I know, I know. It was very know. frustrating to endure that because that At actually the was the final. Dude, that was kind of the nail for me where I was just like, I don't want to do any of this anymore. Yeah, I know I didn't do Ooh. anything wrong, but you're I don't You're fucking twit-longering Chris alone Like, like, like I'm, a, I'm a grown adult. I just wanted to have a career in something that I liked, and I no longer like this thing because of the, everything around it. And that's kind of me for a few months. doesn't
1: deserve half the shit it gets when like you're fucking twit-longering a person like Chris was literally the fucking like
2: how could you fucking tweet well, longer chris it doesn't even matter like that, that's him? irrelevant He's a
1: fucking Adonis. wait 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 hold Have on, you hold looked on. at this man like i can't right, you did david hold on
0: david hold on so chris let me ask let me just say let me just say three words that so you basically just did three, it better, right? Three too like, many. I mean, you you did it better, right? Like I, I'm that, gonna that, say yes, Honestly, Yes. it was it was literally thank you. just cuz
2: I gave a shit, man. I think a lot of it yeah. is just was younger kids, they, they had their position in it, you know, at this point people mm-hmm. just want to be known for something or recognized. That's the whole social media. Thank you, thank you, That's the whole social media age. For fucking, yeah. oh, God. That, and not to mention like
0: I was even gonna like mention like how in, in that whole story because like, I'm not part of you guys community like I've mentioned this m- multiple times I've always just been like kind of an observer and I always just raise my eyebrows a couple times because like <laughs> like wow like why would anyone want to be a part of this fucking community but like <laughs> I kind of say that for any community really because like every time I look into a lot of these other communities like especially like gaming communities depending on what game we're talking about like you know there's always, I always just see the worst part of it because that's what all the subreddits and social media love to fucking that's glamorize a- always mm-hmm. the worst fucking part like some guy either being really toxic or, you know, whatever, something similar to that. That's sort of and, a media
1: problem at large.
0: But that's also, I mean, you know, as far as their business is concerned, that's also what drives, like, think ad revenue. That's also what drives ticks. It, that's that's what also I'm what saying. drives clicks. Like, just good news I know. doesn't sell. But I think it's also just been always ingrained because, like, every time we've seen the news, we've never seen good shit ever. I've never heard a dog being Unless like watching, rescued look, the or some local shit. News.
1: The local news is the only fucking real shit there that'll tell you just like, oh, hey, look at all these fucking puppies, puppies for sale or whatever, and they'll be like good news like that. And you watch NBC News, it's like
0: NBC, CNN, Fox. It'll be like, did
1: Donald Trump give Joe Biden cancer? Like that, they'll they'll say that. something. know, you know I, what I mean. But, but that's that, why I know. As far that's as Jane goes, yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's why I'm saying, like, people have always just kind of, like, used stuff that's already been established. And in terms of people who run their own brands or even, I guess, even communities, even on, like, subreddits, like, the the stuff that always gets the most upvotes, from what at least I've seen, are always the worst shit possible. Or at the very least, like, it's always, like, sometimes it's also, like, a really funny interaction between two players where one guy curses the other out and the other guy did nothing wrong in... And he's just getting gaslit for no reason, but it's like, but you know, I'm a I'm gonna score internet points with this. So I'm just gonna screen cap this and put it up, the, up on the subreddit for everyone to see, just to see how much of a fucking idiot you are. And I'm gonna be internet famous for like two seconds <laughs> in my in my life. And I think uh, even for something like I guess um, like the Smash community, it's like, and I'm again, I'm not saying this uh, as if I'm like an expert onto the community because like I I low key hate your community. <laughs> it's like the years have gone by but um i hate most of them anyways but the um uh i i don't know it's just it's so odd and also not i guess considering like because everyone's always trying to build a brand in these communities like Mm -hmm. everyone's trying to be the next ninja the next this or that and i think a lot of people seem to kind of i'm not I'm not here to shit on your dreams. If, like, you know, some of you may make it, and if you do, like, congrats on you for that. But it's, like... it. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't really have anything to say. No, like... me, me and Chris
1: talked about something very similar the other mm. day in terms of, like, people say, like, Smash. It. I feel like a lot of it is worse than Smash because, like Chris said, it's like Lord of the Flies. Instead mm. of being, like, stranded in, like, some luxury place, we're stranded on an island. We don't have any dev support. We're actually a grassroots scene, so it's Mm. basically like we're a bunch of like homeless people tossing a fucking little breadcrumb in between all of us and then watching like these fucking (laughs) people fight for it. Like you like Mm. you mentioned, they say it's grassroots, which it is, and some people will claim it's all about community building or whatnot, and because like it's a very community effort scene, which is why, you know, I've done the shit for like five years and rarely got paid for it. Mm -hmm. But like we mentioned before, like you actually you beat me to the punch, and I'm sure Chris is thinking something very similar. It is about brands a lot of these people are like trying to throw like grow their brands and shit mm-hmm. that's what a lot of it is about and then these brands will fucking come and go when these real life cuz when these real life situations even come to them like it's it's just so dumb like the excitement that comes from like twitter regarding anything else cuz like i feel like so many people like to, like, guess or talk about, like, who's gonna get sponsored next, this and that. Like, I did, yeah. I was like, when I was younger, mm-hmm. and they don't know the first fucking thing about a sponsorship. They don't know that it's a deal. To them, it's just, like, fucking these little letters that make yeah. somebody seem a little more legitimate on Twitter. Somebody will take a look at my sponsor, I guarantee it, and they will tell me, oh, I've never heard of Rise Brewing, they, they're, so, they're not legit, that's not, like, a video game thing. And I guarantee, for commentators, or most commentators at my level, I'm the only one who actually has a fucking legitimate one because they're an ACTUAL COMPANY! They're not, like, a bunch of, like, fucking, like, Photoshop edited stuff together claiming that they're the next big thing in esports when you're doing the same goddamn thing that all these other fucking organizers, quote-unquote, are doing. Just because you haven't heard of it, that doesn't mean it's any less legit. That's because it doesn't have those followers or whatever that, you know, you got from whatever little bit of clout you have. That doesn't mean it's any less legit. You know, like, I found a deal that works for me. These people give me free coffee. I promote them and shit. I get money off of, like, their, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, the discount code. Dennis, you know we make money off of that. I've I've told you that a million times, and then that stuff goes to the podcast. It's like I feel like people see that, and they will immediately see it as like less legit because it's not somebody big, or it's not somebody they know, or whatever. It's not a page that they've already seen before, or whatever. So many of that stuff, so much of that stuff, to me, is just like pages. What are those? What are these people doing for you? I've I've been when I was younger and more naive, I was I was in picked up by quote unquote organizations that did dick for me dick like i was doing more for them at the end of the day by by them sponsoring me quote unquote and i left them eventually because i knew my fucking worth and they treated me like dog shit and i'm happy to see other commentators do the same as well but it's just it's another thing that's i feel like is more amplified it's it's in every fighting game community but i feel like it's more amplified in smash because everybody is looking so hard to try to be the legitimate person. I want to be the next big commentator. I want to be the next big producer or whatever. Meanwhile, we're all doing it for fucking nothing because it's smash. It's grassroots. It's us an internship. This is all a step to us to get to the next level. And they're all just shoving each other on the staircase, waiting for one of them to fall down.
0: Mm. It, I mean, it's also a do or die world though. Like, yeah, that's the whole, like, you know, it's, I, I mean, I call it the rat race, but like that's, basically the race yeah. nowadays like things exactly. for all, everyone like and it's a lot of kind of young people who kind of are, are going into it like you know very impressionable teenagers and such like thing. and then I, like i know your guys seen as like nothing that's a lot like a big uh number of at least like y- really young players like I'm, I'm talking like below 18 and stuff and like they do pretty yeah. well too as well and but it's uh that's like it, it's what do you call it like It's become, like, basically a lot of other industries in the sense... Not even industry, but, like, I guess a lot of um, communities in the sense that, like... Because it's kind of even a a very human thing, you know, to make it big, I guess. To kind of, like, you know... Essentially just achieving your dreams. And for a lot of people, it's, like, becoming... The best Smash player, well, the best streamer, or the most like successful streamer, and then even outside of that, it's like you know you got other games where people also have like the same sort of aspirations where I want to be the next big insert X, Y, and Z of this game, and the whole uh, success of it all that they've seen from other people, you know, like people like Ninja, entices people to just kind of like to do just that essentially, and. And I think, you know, people seem to forget that certain communities like really, the community itself sometimes even help drive those other, those up and coming individuals. But it's, I don't even know how big, let's say the international smash community is. I'm sure it is probably also very large. Japan is probably
1: the most stacked region in terms of, of like course, their yeah. high level talent if we're being honest europe of course has a huge scene there's a smash world tour happening right now it's all online and uh mm-hmm. yeah no it's 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 pretty large
0: okay and i had a feeling it was considering it is a japanese made game but um it's i don't know this is always like every time smash is brought up it's always out of my room if i bit. may
1: if i may um mm. Well, first, uh, Chris. I mean, do you have anything to say to what we were just talking about?
2: No, man. I just, I do think that the world's a lot bigger than people think because I do think Mm -hmm. that the scene gets reduced down to the quote-unquote Smash community, which is just effectively Twitter saying that it exists, versus like, (laughs) versus like the actual people that are playing the game actively every day, which is more than you could imagine. I mean, you're talking about the Switch, which is record-selling sales, and then Mm -hmm. Smash being like the most sold game, and we're sitting here arguing about like one local competing with another when in reality the fan base is there a lot of people don't like some playing online said on discord mm-hmm.
1: or whatever like a lot of those like top smash twitter personalities do not play the fucking game they don't go to tournaments so it's like why are you here like what mm-hmm. what relevance do you have besides just being a face for people to like look to mm-hmm. to echo on to what chris was really saying i mean like it's it's i think it's just more than high time for like smash to join the real world in that sense because like I said this in like the podcast we did a couple of months ago in terms of like the sexual assault allegations Because if smash just did some pretty basic things that the real world implements to prevent that kind of inappropriate Intermingling from happening a lot of its issues would be not completely solved But would be a lot better But it says a lot about like the age range or the general maturity of a big group of people when like we mentioned before Somebody twit longer is a guy like Chris because they're jealous that cap they said they're jealous of them And they're sad that capitalism is a thing when somebody all also, and I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast as well, so I think I'm going to go ahead and do this now. Uh, I have been twitlongered myself as well. It happened really? in the community. Yes, I have, Chris. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know this, mm-hmm. I and uh, I, have, I didn't know this. You I guys are going to fucking love this one, and there's ain't no better time to tell it. All right, this was years ago. At this point, this was when my YouTube channel was really starting to take off. Back in like 2017, late 2017, I believe. Yeah, I think it was like late 2017, it might have been, if I recall correctly. i probably you'll look at my channel and figure it out, but whatever, not important right now. And I made the We Are Number One video, got a million hits, blew up my channel a lot, I got a lot of followers, and then I started making top 10 lists for Smash around the same time, and I was the only person on YouTube who was making top 10 lists for competitive Smash. So, that those videos got a lot of attention. Still have like some of the most concurrent views that my uh, channel has today. People still watch those for whatever reason. I even had some random dude in a Twitch chat on a a smash stream that I was watching tell me that he missed those videos. I'm like, oh, thanks. I mean, I don't plan on making them again, but thank you. That means- that means a lot, you know, whatever. There was a fucking dude, right? Uh, one of the videos I made, it was top 10 worst, uh, Top ten worst overall Smash Brothers characters spread across the four Smash games at the time. So the list was basically about who like the all the bottom tiers were in that games and which ones I thought were worse than the other. So, you know, you got Melee Bowser on there, you know, Zelda generally <laughs> and shit, uh, melee Kirby, uh, all that stuff. So I put at the time, I put the Me Sword Fighter from Smash 4 on that list because that character was absolute dog shit in that game. And uh There was a dude, right? Because I was responding to a lot of comments as well to keep the engagement up, and this is actually part of the reason I even stopped making these videos. There was a guy who got—I'm not even kidding—this kid who got so, so, so salty, so fucking salty that I put the me sword fighter as one of the worst characters because that's who he mained, right? <laughs> to the point where he went on Twitter and wrote a giant ass twit longer titled. The problem with Nintunist. (laughs) I'm not kidding. He added me and everything. The problem with Nintunist. That's what he called it. He called me problematic to the scene. That my videos were about spreading misinformation and were causing a great disservice to the Smash community. Your
0: character's dog should get over it.
1: (laughs) And Then what happened what, the what happened is that at the end of that twit longer after he was Roasting me by the way calling me all this shit. He invited he, me. Child? He invited. he was like sixteen. Yeah, he was like 16 and then he <laughs> invited me to a debate on Me on me gality in terms of the me's being legal on his up-and-coming smash podcast
2: Oh That is what he fucking
1: said, and Mm. I responded to that with the biggest LOL I'd ever fucking done in my entire life. And then what happened is that I had a friend who was like also in the me discord, and what happened is that he deleted that twit longer because everybody in the me like character discord fucking roasted him. For posting that tweet longer. Like, they were eviscerating him in the fucking me Discord for posting that to the point where he deleted it. And, you wanna know the best part out of all of this stuff? The fact that this kid, like, tried to like, fucking actually cancel me because I said his character in a video game was bad? Mm-hmm. He did this on New Year's Eve. It was like 7pm on New Year's Eve that he wrote that entire thing Jesus and Christ, posted right? it. He had nothing better to do. On this fucking is... New Year's Eve, than to try to get somebody canceled, because he said a guy in his fucking, like that he said a guy, a character they, in his fucking yo, video game was bad. Par- he was jealous. That's literally <laughs> what it pa- was. Wait, he saw that my no, channel wait. was exploding. He got jealous and he made a twit longer for it, just like oh. that fucking douchey to did to Chris. Hold <clears> up. Same thing. These people are <laughs> like, fucking losers, dude. Like,
0: like, like, does your parents not love you? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why don't you where do the that fuck don't- are your parents? Like- it's, it's so time weird. to stop. Like, go, <laughs> go fucking spend time with your family, you fucking idiot. Like I mean, this is a long time ago, so I don't know. If, like I imagine. I wish is-
1: I saved it because he deleted it before I could like save the tweet longer. I really. I, 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 oh, I, I, I forgot no, no, to no. mention. I forgot to mention this as well. He made two fucking like edited propaganda looking images of me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> he he took actual photos of me and edited them. Like, with the word TRIGGERED on them, because I said that he was triggered for me calling the sword fighter bad. I'll put him on screen right now, and I'll send him to you guys, in a little bit. It's... Didn't
0: you use that as like a profile picture? Yes, one?
1: I fucking did. Oh, I do remember correctly. Yes, I fucking I, I did. Remember. It was my Twitter profile pic, for a little while. It was fucking glorious. He like, like, actually screen capped that shit. Like, to try to make, like, he was legitimately, like, trying to, like, bully me because of that shit. It's like, this is what these fucking people are. And I know that there are TOs who are only, like, a couple steps above that level of maturity, who will get salty when other TOs, like, do some shit that they don't like, or commentators say some shit that they don't like. I've had TOs that I've worked with literally stop communicating with me outright, and I don't fucking know why. And I'm sure I could just message them and everything would be okay, but, like, so many of them, like, claim to be, like, these huge fucking, like, professionals in their work and what they do, and then they still- they ghost people. Who work in the same industry as them, and who work in that same community as them. It, like, mm. it, it, like, you expect me to fucking respect you? If you're gonna act like that? That's immature as shit, and, like, God, it's like, oh, the Smash community just can house some figureheads and that kind of right. There are people who seem mm. like they know what they're talking about, but they just fucking don't. Which is why I, like, it's something to take with a grain of salt. Online community is, like, very different than the offline one. I'm a little iffy about that in myself, but point is... The reason I told that story is because there are people who will legitimately just, I'm not kidding, try to fucking publicly cancel you just because they you said something that they don't like. I feel like that happens in Smash, or it used to happen in Smash so much more often than like other communities. It's because they're fucking soft. This is what I mean by saying the Smash community needs to join the real fucking world. Where we do so much shit that the real world doesn't do and we we, uh, suffer so many of these little insignificant childlike problems because of it. Analogous completely to how Chris describes it as the Lord of the Flies. It's like a bunch of fucking children trying to govern themselves. And they don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's what it is. And I'm just too old to be dealing with that kind of shit. I'm going to come in, do my thing, commentate, whatever. Do my thing as always. And because I love what I do, I'm not going to let any teenage drama or whatever that people like to talk about ruin that for me and pretend that's what the actual Smash community is at large. But, like, you gotta acknowledge some of it for what it is at the end of the day. And... It's why I hated that people roasted that tweet or whatever when people said, like, Oh, it's fucking stupid that, like, people will be 20-however years old and hate the game, yet still play it, and people took that as an assault on the game or whatever. I'm like, no, he's right. Literally just, like, it's a waste of time at this point. I don't want to be, like, fucking... I don't want to be, like, 35 and reading, like, this dumbass teenage drama on my timeline or whatever. You gotta curate that for yourself. If a guy like Chris gets twit longered and I get twit longered, what does that say about the twit longerers? It's stupid. Let's talk about your shit privately, like adults. You fucking little dweebs. Ah,
0: damn. <laughs> Look at Chris.
1: None of you know because you're not. We don't use webcams on our podcast. This guy's a fucking Ugh. Adonis. He's literally too good looking to be involved in the work that he's in. I have said that to Chris a million times over. It's like, you fucking know it's true. He's fucking ripped. He's too handsome. It doesn't make any sense. Like, Chris, what are you doing here, man?
2: I mean, I don't know, you Like I said, I, I really look at all of this as means to an end. I actually – I really don't even – I believe in the Smash community like I believe in the Boogeyman. Like, it, it really holds no weight to me. <laughs> and the reality is, is what we're even calling Smash community is it is. It's a bunch of kids, man, and that's what makes me feel bad because it literally is just probably some degree – not to totally throw parents on the bus, but probably some degree parenting. No, of they have neglect. I mean, I also oh, remember yeah. what it's like You think being... Captain
1: Zack's parents give a fuck about that kid?
2: I mean, that's a different story. That... Well, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no I'm really not saying... I'm we're not going, going to get into that. that. We're not going to yeah, get yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. I, but like, I'm saying, like, where are their parents? I was about parents? to say that, too. I was, I was about saying, to say, but, like, but where the fuck are their parents? But the thing is, though, is parents aside, like, I don't know, young kids are curious, they're impressionable, and they all want the validation, right? And And... I don't even want to think about, like, I didn't have a cell phone until I had a driver's license at 17. And I didn't have, like, a phone with real internet capabilities probably until... Well, definitely it was after college, so figure, what, 23, 24, by the time Mm -hmm. I actually had one. I do not want to think about what that would be like if I had... Any form of social media or immediate information when I was in high school, that the anxiety that that would spike in me Jesus would be Christ unreal. That. And I know these kids are literally growing up with that. So all of yeah. that curiosity mm-hmm. and and very otherwise normal need to like express yourself and get some validation when you're a kid that you just sort of learn when mm-hmm. you don't necessarily get to do that. That it doesn't always have to work that way doesn't happen. So a lot of times yeah. uh, you'll get a lot mm-hmm. of these younger populations uh, being, you know. They are impressionable, and then we'll kind of start mouthing off because they, they have a forum to basically do so before they yeah. even are able to process what they're saying. Thousands, it's basically just a reflection of of, of, of of like the larger weird energy mm. that's associated with it. So I, I do think that there's some degree of a lack of... I, I hate saying this, but some degree lack <laughs> of role model because I don't mm. think that should be anyone's job, but I could also see how having some direct authority would be beneficial, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so to me, that end of things is actually quite interesting to me. And I almost kind of got in with that in mind when I first started. Like, oh, well, you know, the, there's really nothing for kids age, you know, like young men from ages 14 to 17, 18, 19. Like there's kind of nothing there for that, right? Because once you grow up, like, playing with race cars isn't cool anymore. Being a Boy Scout isn't cool anymore. Video games is only recently cool. And then you see kind of what's mm. happened with that. But that whole age gap, unless you're playing a sport, gets shit on. So then now everyone mm. just sort of is stuck in social media land and looking for any kind of interaction to where, mm. sadly, this is the result. Because with a video game that's acceptable and sort of fits that dead zone for young men especially. Not that there, you know, mm. that there aren't young women involved in this too, but especially... Is like you know this is you're seeing kind of the reflection of that like this is like a whole ignored populace of, of people I I, I, yeah. I think all populaces were basically ignored it just maybe wasn't as like startling because you just don't see it up front for what it is but now now you do oh, in the yeah. form of like the smash community so to speak
0: yeah. yeah young people were about as young and like young and stupid and aimless just as we were like thing when we were like their age as well like yeah. people like our parents as well they were like that as like I'm I bet you money they were like that as well. And that's why, like, I mean, Chris, you are right in the sense that, like, I feel as if that whole lack of direction and even, like, because, because people like all have that young and stupid phase. And I don't say stupid and or young as like a derogatory way. I mean that in a real sort of kind of just righteous and honest way. Like, we were young and stupid when we were young. Yeah, we all had like really stupid delusions. You always that, we like, like, fucking like, shit when I was yeah. a teenager. You're
2: learning. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's Fuck why I'm Facebook saying. Memories.
0: Like, I I don't know if anyone's ever been offended by what I said, because I don't read the comments, but like (laughs) I have said this whole thing about young and stupid people. Like and I and again, I don't mean this in a malicious way where like I think you're retarded. I really do think though, like that what like me, David, and Chris, we all just said it right now. We all were fucking stupid. Like we were all young and stupid and very impressionable ourselves. We were all in that phase. And I think for me, like whenever I see like my parents I view them in two ways. I view them as in like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then I also view them as, okay, I'm not going to do that. That's what basically role models are in a way. I think people also kind of have to see role models as in like, they're not always exactly the most perfect people. But again, like I, for me, I look at my people as role models because of the fact that like they they do exemplify a lot of things that I do like not to mention also like, you know, the, those parts outweigh more of the bad. And plus, I always just kind of view the bad as in, okay, I'm not going to do that. Because I also know people aren't perfect. And no one's more imperfect than young people. And I'm even also worried, like, you know, when I grow when I grow up and, like, uh, I have kids of my own and stuff. Because, like, I've been in that world, and I'm pretty sure that world, uh, that whole, like, I guess, um, I guess the gaming world is what I'm just going to call it, is just going to get even bigger and bigger by the time I'm a boomer. And I'm just going to kind of, like, be a little bit familiar as to, like, what I'm looking at. But at the same time, I'm also just going to scratch my head, I I bet you probably, like, to some certain things that is going to come out of that whole, I guess, evolution. Or
1: eating the classic Baconators.
0: Or even even 2010's Chipotle. That's what you said, I was
1: just thinking about that on the car ride home today. Like,
0: yes, I'd like (laughs) 2010's order Chipotle, please. I still want 1990's Taco Bell. That mm. shit was fucking great. Everything kinda just tasted a little better, like, back in the day. I you know? feel like life that. tasted better <laughs> back then. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as fucking... Full of air pollution and shit as it is today. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, you I just didn't mean have physically, but yeah,
2: less distraction from the actual flavor of your food. That's like, like right. you're not staring down at your phone, like split attention. You're literally just eating your food and like, this is pretty good.
0: I have to instead, say, instead, you're virus. just staring in your girl's
1: eyes <laughs> as you have the lush flavors of a baconator pouring <laughs> it, through the saliva yeah. of your mouth, and you're just like, it, I'm fucking it,
0: lost right now, dude. It, it, this is, it is- life it is definitely really like it makes me just kind of grind my gears it's one thing it's made also sound a little sexist but it's like if i see a girl like kind of just getting her phone out and like and taking the perfect picture for her fucking instagram it's like okay like whatever they just whatever they like that they love bitch it's tra- a baconator yeah, it's like wait, wait it's not, not like a fucking tr- gourmet looking <laughs> meal it's like you don't need they're to like, put
1: your baconator on the fucking gram
0: <laughs> they're like Give attracted me. to you know shiny objects you know what i mean but nothing's as Chinese as a, as a bacon eater. You see the amount of grease? <laughs> You ever see the amount of grease on that <laughs> fucking thing? But like my whole thing is is that when I see a dude take a picture of his fucking food, like and not like not the pictures themselves, but when I see a guy himself take a picture of their fucking food, I'm like are you gay? Like like, like I don't know, there's some like weird part of me that just gets like what what are you doing? Eat your fucking food.
1: All right, yo, hold up, fellas. fellas. I, I don't
0: know. Like, it's just—is it gay? This,
1: this to, is it gay to share your food on social like, media, fellas?
0: It's it's pretty gay. I, I think it's pretty gay. I obviously. do
2: think it's a thing of the past, but I also think like you know what else do you post, right? I, I look at it, I that, <laughs> like what do you do because like unless like you're posting That's selfies, true, like if you're posting selfies, then you just come off like like kind of like uh, self-important kind of. Egocentric, like yeah. you know Oh like, look at me, look
0: at me, like type of person.
2: Like the thing is yeah. it, I don't even know what the thing is, dude. It's just there's no good <laughs> way to go about social media. There's not. There's not. I think it's yeah. used all wrong. Like the we very could be nature evolving, like and using social media for real information share and yeah. and like learning how to like speak telepathy and you know, telepathically <laughs> and like teleport and stuff and we're arguing about like fucking vaccines and shit. Like like there's so much missed potential you know like Mm, it's it's it it literally yeah it bothers me like the
0: the missed potential is actually just two percent that's the thing like that's what i call it it's two percent of actual social media now there's that shit is still going on like where people are still sharing like like that's the reason why discord communities are even a thing too like everyone kind of shares what they kind of like and they want to be a part of the community that's two percent though because again and we you know as we've all said like 90 percent of it now it also kind of just depends on like the setting i guess because like right now everything's about vaccines and shit everyone's everything's about stimulus checks everything's about like you know people dying and people like just getting in like thrown into hospitals because they have covid i still remember though that one post where um one guy i felt so bad for him one guy basically after he got hit with covid and he was in the hospital for like i think a good set of number of days and he got out he got hit with an 11 something page or some fucking crazy number of pages worth of a bill from the hospital that he was at and i was like i'd rather just die if i was here i probably would just kill myself <laughs> just uh, reading fucking that america. fucking uh, that is america yeah right like, there. and that's basically like what social media is now it's like always just digging in and plus uh digging in and just exploiting the worst part of ourselves and then just getting the clicks on it well you got to think like that's charlie, what twitter is
1: in the greatest speech ever made by charlie chaplin that's literally what it's called guy opened his mouth on a screen one time and says literally one of the greatest speeches that i think has ever been told in a in a form of media mm. and in pretty much the height of world war ii as well very motivating mm. He even explained that stuff like that is being used like for World War II right now stuff like the radio and the airplane the latest technologies at the time Mm. This the very nature of those inventions cries out for the brotherhood of man It it cries Mm. out to bring people together because of what those things can do and then they're using a different thing and social media in theory could be that same way, but instead there it's another thing that I feel like is low-key ruined by capitalism Mm -hmm. Like, as we talked about capitalism in the smash community, how people, you know, hate that people compete with each other, correlating that to this. The thing is like Twitter, especially, and I've even mentioned this on the podcast, a guy on the official podcast was talking about it the same way. It's literally designed in a way to make you, addicted to it it's the same thing as like fucking Mm -hmm. casinos a lot of the casinos that you go to that you know like breed gambling addiction with the pretty lights and the oh I was so close it was almost just one more seven and then you spin it like ten more times and wait Mm blow like $500 before you finally win something they'll those people are literally in association and own the rehabilitation centers for gambling like Mm -hmm. 1-800-GAMBLER that shit is run by the casinos They breed addiction, and they know it, and they even profit off of that. Social media is the same way. Twitter, especially, is designed in the low format that it is, like 240 characters or whatever, specifically because of the immediate gratification that it brings out in human beings. That's how it keeps you scrolling. That's how it keeps you actually addicting to it. It's actually part of the user interface of the actual application itself. And they know that. Instead, like, social media could have been used as, like, this great way to bring out a brotherhood of man together. It just cries out to bring people together, and yeah, you know, on one end it does. Facebook has started a a literal revolution before, in Egypt, that eventually exploded on its head. It also caused an insurrection, which is why the Double D Experience does not use that shit platform. And then it also does other stuff on top of that as well, in terms of, like, bringing out the worst side of people, in terms of, like, sparking a debate. That's why Twitter is, like, so bad for that kind of stuff. You're literally debating with people when you have character limits, with people you have (laughs) never even fucking seen before. It's just... Dumb and I think I think part of the reason that the smash community at least online is as toxic as it is you go offline to smash events There's just a mixed range of like kids and adults and people actually mostly adults in the way that I see it But still young adults having fun together doing whatever their thing Yeah, it can be kind of clicky especially in the tri-state scene low-key, but you know still adults doing their thing together online I, I feel like Twitter I, I hate the fact that Twitter is what the smash community uses for fucking everything I feel like it's made it worse in that regard because I think Twitter inherently and I won't exaggerate here when I say this. I think it's one of the worst fucking things that has ever happened in the world. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> gonna lie. I, I think Twitter is nah. fucking
0: awful, awful, David, awful. D- and- David, I've been saying since the beginning how Twitter is the most cancerous fucking thing ever. And yeah. I don't even mean that in a even memey way. Like I truly think like Twitter is the worst. As you also said, the worst fucking thing that was ever invented. <laughs> I, I thought Facebook was bad, but I, then I realized like. Because I, I, I naively thought like, oh, I mean, Twitter has like a character limit, so therefore it can't be that bad. But you could post many of those shitty little like thing, character limited tweets anyway. So it's like there really is like I almost think you should just get rid of the fucking character limiter because it's like people still going to write a fucking novel about how much they hate something or someone regardless. Like it's not going to stop them. That would turn Twitter into Facebook, but with like much
1: saltier people.
0: So that's the only difference in the fucking character limiter.
1: <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's that's it's the a, only difference. But unfortunately, social media has. We used to use the internet to escape reality, and we use reality to escape the internet now. It's not good, and unfortunately, and no. Part, but and you part do need reason, a healthy.
0: But you do need a healthy dose of reality. Yeah, like, and like, I don't want you know, like part of the you can't reason can't be I, in that yeah, go limbo ahead. forever. You can't be in that limbo forever. Is all I was gonna say. Yeah, like, part you know, of you gotta you gotta. Wake up and... Sorry, 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 sorry. No, 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 don't smell the roses. Part of the reason I don't want to work in esports
1: is because I know so much of it is a numbers game. It's like you got to prank out content constantly and you need Mm -hmm. to know how to work the algorithms of Twitter or post at the right times or know the right people so you can get the clout because a lot of it is clout-based. There are some talentless fucking people at the top of the esports industry who have gigs that they... I'm sorry, frankly shouldn't have. I'm not I'm not talking about Smash. I'm literally not even talking about Smash when it comes to that. Esports is a very mm. new industry. As a result, it's gonna have a lot of hiccups at first. But like the thing is is that you literally need like followings and numbers games and stuff. It's about being an influencer at the end of the day. Whereas the kind of work that I know that I wanna go in and that I know I'm gonna be fucking amazing at mm. doesn't need that shit. It's a job that I know I'd be great at that doesn't base you on, like, however many fucking followers you have like everything else in eSports does. There'll be commentators who are chosen for events based on how many, like, followers they have because it'll look good to have them for their events. And that's just business. That's just part of how the eSports industry works. You know, like, there's a clout thing to it. You could be as salty about that as you want, but it's just the way it works now. But the fact of the matter is there are other industries and facets of life that bring about, like, you know, something like having more Twitter followers, and you can see it in people replying to stuff in tweets whenever people are just voicing their opinions with ratio. Just so they'll have more likes. As if that makes them more important, or have more validity. But to other people, they'll see that, and they'll legitimately, like, look at them and think they're better people for it. Because people are so ingrained in it at this point. It's not good. It's not a good thing at all.
0: Uh, on on another news, I just got a notification on my phone. Right. <laughs> Apparently paninis are back on Wawa.
2: <laughs> nice. Let's fucking go. They got burgers now too. Yeah, Ooh. they got dinners and shit as well.
0: Like, I don't know if any Wawa of y'all like, fucking smoothies. Ugh. Wawa in general. In general is Wawa. the best fucking convenience store. Sorry for going off on topic about that, but like I had never had their paninis before. Please, and, nah, this is more
1: fucking pleasant to talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking Wawa. I'm down. <laughs> Chris, what do you get at Waba? Uh,
2: it depends, man. I actually think they make a really good burrito. Uh, a lot of times, Ooh. they they're like the only place that'll make like a like a, I mean, I sound like a child, but like a chicken tender like sandwich, like a sub. <laughs> Dude, they have like this spicy sauce they put on. I, don't, I forget what it is. It's, it's been a while since I've been there. Some chipotle mayo, but mayhaps. Probably something like that. They have mm. some 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 something of that nature, and I just do that basically like a sub with chicken tenders, and it's kind of godlike mac and cheese is good Ooh yeah yeah man
0: the 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 mac and cheese i gotta say is is almost up there with some (laughs) i'm I'm probably gonna shit it on for this but like i've gone to a lot of restaurants and me like as a child i've gotten mac and cheese a couple times i have to say wawa does mac and cheese pretty fucking well even though i know that it's like been frozen in the freezer and they just melted it down and basically just threw in the microwave and you know served it to me and like I'm okay with that. Like, I'm perfectly fine with that. It, it tastes fucking great, and I usually get like uh, hoagies, get yes. like full, like full foot long hoagies. Like, that's Toast that shit with Chipotle mayo yeah. on it. Fuck. Like, like Walla basically shit it on Subway in that regard too. And like, I don't hear nobody going to Subway anymore. Subway shit it
1: on itself. <laughs> that is Subway true. is
0: dog shit. Didn't they have, like, a pedophile as a spokesperson? Yes, Jared person? Fogle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did look like a pedophile, though. <laughs>
1: literally, and that guy only got, like, 15 years or some shit. He,
0: he looked like a pedophile, my goodness. Literally like... only
1: got, like, 15 years in prison or some shit as well. I don't know how that happened, but, I mean, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure as soon as he re enters society, some other shit is going to happen involving him. But, yeah, no, no, their, mm. their spokesman was literally a pedophile as well. And congratulations, like, you had a pedophile spokesman for a company that sells cardboard. Damn. That sells cardboard. Oh, that is what God. that shit is. You ever go I, to Subway, man? Shit is
0: fucking ass. Jersey Mike's can, is where it's at. Can you imagine being the CEO and finding out that your spokesperson was a pedophile? <laughs> Everyone in that boardroom just fucking says, all right, we're going to have to disassociate ourselves from you like forever and uh, we're going to take our money and fuck you because um, we are not going to associate with a company that has a basically a pedophile as a spokesperson. No? Oh, that's weird.
1: I wonder why they wouldn't want to do that.
0: Hmm. Well, I'm... God, that's ridiculous. God, that's ridiculous. It? Like, imagine just being shell-shocked with that news one day. You're, like, in your house, in your bathrobe, just chilling and then reading in the news that your spokesperson for your company is a fucking pedophile.
1: <laughs> Let me say one thing here in terms of off-topic for this. I was going to say before earlier on, before we I went on the vent tangents that we did on tonight's very interesting episode of the Double D Experience... I was going to say, let's all say one very stupid, material, arbitrary thing that pisses us off. Now, let's all say one very stupid, material, arbitrary thing that it doesn't matter if it's any of that stuff, because it's good, and makes you very happy. What is one thing that makes you all very, very
0: happy? My computer. I well, I know that. it doesn't make you that happy. You you still <laughs> I, don't got that card in there yet. Yeah, I don't got a 3080, but it still makes me happy because I know for a fact if I did, if I sold, because I was planning on selling my 21080 Ti's. If I sold those, I would have been GPU-less for fucking a year and a half. This thing has been keeping me sane for a year and a half. No job.
1: I was still trying to you, find you one. Do? At you to like put like a fucking pop tart in like the PCI slot well, no. I, instead, well, I, like to run. <laughs> Like, I, put, I, I like want a little, to
0: play card. Okay, like a little cardboard, little shit. And, like, just stick it in there and just be, like, it's going to be, like, a real sad picture. It's just like, you see, it's there. Chris, what flavor it's of there. Pop-Tart it's
1: do you have in your computer?
2: A flavor of Pop-Tart?
1: Yes, what flavor of Pop-Tart is in your PC right now? Uh,
2: I guess it'd probably be a, a frosted raspberry. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. No,
1: <laughs> no. Was that like? Was, were you trying to ask me? Wrong a answer. That I, like?
2: I just, I don't, I didn't have the answer. I got brown sugar
1: cinnamon up in my
2: shit. Yeah, I mean that, that's a go-to man. That's like a, a yeah. pop tart staple. That's like that. It's literally the ones they sell in bulk with like frosted strawberry. They're both delicious. You know what I mean? And you're always right. gonna enjoy them. But there's so many other pop tart flavors where it's just like cookies and cream
0: is my favorite.
2: And some of them heat up better than others. Like that is true too. Some, yeah. some can... of them
0: are meant to be
1: served cold, are they not?
2: Yeah, they. Some make, of them <laughs> they make milkshake ones have... that like you put in the freezer. But I, I honestly don't mess with that too much. Yeah,
1: same, same,
0: same. I always throw my chocolate, like my straight up chocolate bars, in the freezer, anyways. If your product
1: like, is called toaster strudel and I have to freeze it to eat it, I don't know, man.
0: Although Pillsbury did have a couple of strudels that were that were frozen goods, but. I remember having some of them. I remember they had a breakfast one, and I was and I loved that shit so much. When I was a kid, I guess, because like, I thought it was better than a fucking Hot Pocket. But we all know Hot Pockets are owned by Nestle, so, you know, fuck Hot Pockets. And I remember when I told time, you that. I know, and at the same time, I still kind of love Hot Pockets because I still love their ham and cheese one, but same. that's why I'm a bit conflicted. It's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck Hot Pockets, but... You know, fuck Nestle too, but... Ugh. I, 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 you know, just, just one thing. You know, I'll just... I'll just keep I love like, stuff <laughs> for good. <laughs> it's like, I love you. And I'll keep you. But the rest of you can go fuck yourself. Is basically my whole relationship with the hot uh, ham and cheese Hot Pockets. Like, and Nestle. And I guess...
1: mama's yeah, telling me it's like, no. I, I just,
0: yeah, that's basically yeah what David's about but to say. But my
1: body... Yeah, my is telling me
0: yes. It's like I'm cheating. It I'm like cheating on humanity, like because I love hot pockets, for pretty <laughs> much <laughs> ham and cheese hot pockets from fucking uh, oh. a Pillsbury from Nestle. I'm sorry, they're just too good. It's okay. It's okay. I would Chris- buy them. I would still buy them if I. I don't know. Like I haven't been to a supermarket in a while. It's not the first thing that I think of when I want to buy. Right. But, oh yeah, going back to David's question. Yeah, yeah Chris Elodian, what is uh,
1: one very. What is one thing that makes you very happy?
2: You know, I, I'm going to actually say the Mega Man franchise. It sounds kind of ah. corny. But I've been finding myself recently with a lot of my free time literally just booting up Mega Man 9 or 6 <gasps> or one of my favorites and I kind of just play through and I just try to do a little bit better each time. I'm not trying to speed run really. I'm just enjoying the levels and just getting Chris, better at them as I go. So, it, Chris, I, I love you. Are you? Are I you... love.
0: I love Mega Man too. I actually got the X collection like just recently. Dude, you should definitely run and,
2: through them if you haven't.
0: I, I'm gonna do it because I I did drop a good chunk of money for those two collections, so I'm <laughs> I know, I'm I'm a have to play them. But I haven't met another Mega Man fan in a long time. Uh, I also played the Battle Network series as well, though I'm still waiting for the collection on that. But I also played the Zero series as well. I, I'm basically just getting all the fucking collections because I just love Mega Man and I hate Capcom for what they did.
2: To my boy, because they don't make no games for him no more. They really, Capcom got really bad for a few years, probably around the time Mega Man Nine came out, and then Mm. recently, to my understanding, they've actually been doing things a lot better than they were. So I don't. Devil
0: May Cry Five is the reason why I
2: feel. I don't know, man. I mean, some stuff has changed. Apparently, the the way they're Mm. handling Street Fighter Five seems pretty good, and. Resident Evil as well. Yeah, Resident Evil. I I really didn't like what they did to Mega Man. I wasn't a fan of Nine at first. I'm still not Mm. a big fan of 10. It felt kind of like a little bit of a cop out at going from Mm. like, uh, you know, a 3D game and getting rid of mechanics like, you know, slide and charge shot. But then they also, but like Nine, for example, had that and like Proto Man could charge and slide Mm -hmm. stuff, just took more damage. So it's like, I, I could appreciate that. But I also feel like it was a little bit of a shill at some point. But then, like, if you play through the old Mega Man's. And then you play nine. Like it's nine, even though it looks the same as the old one, is pretty visually like really well presented. Because oh yeah, it's stunning. The old games, games like what it is. The yeah. old games are just like they're they're a little bit glitchy. So it's like you're running and mm-hmm. you're seeing the screen clip and yeah, yeah. like nine is just like very <laughs> smooth. What it is. So I've really been doing yeah. that. It was a, a lot WiiWare recently.
0: exclusive,
1: yeah. right?
2: What's that? It was a WiiWare
1: uh, exclusive. So Number
2: nine? It was it was a it was just a, like a downloadable game. I think it started off on X, uh, the Xbox Live Arcade when they were putting out a lot of games on the 360. Mm. Right. Yeah. Because there was like a whole big push for indie games at that point for Xbox mm-hmm. Live. That was actually really cool. And then indie games became even more accessible as like Nintendo started doing stuff. And then, yeah, then yeah. it was on WiiWare and PlayStation Network and all that. But... Um, Yeah, I I recently revisited that. It makes me pretty happy. That, and and honestly, I I know a lot of people hate it, but, like, so Mega Man's a simple one, but then, like, Fire Emblem is, like, a huge source of comfort for me, which I never thought I'd hear myself say, but it really is. You have three houses then, right? I have, like, 600 hours on that game. (laughs) Who who was your first pick? Dude, Black Eagles, man. Fuck the system. The Church is toxic. Oh! uh, I don't know. The
0: church is toxic, that is true, but
2: I mean uh, I I uh, dude, I love the blue lines, I love Dimitri, I mean Golden uh, Gear. Cool.
0: Dimitri is the golden boy. You can't hate him. No, That's you're right. I,
2: I mean Dimitri's great, man. Yeah. I just I, I sort of think that the Edelgard was a product of the church and that, that was <laughs> that was the problem that became presented. She was literally, I don't know, happened. I don't wanna no spoilers here, but like, you know, she had yeah. a rough upbringing, a rough a rough upbringing there. It's no wonder that uh, she kinda of oh. took it out she did. <laughs> The thing is, though, a lot of them kind
0: of... I, I mean, you don't have really a good story unless you had a, a rough upbringing. I mean, and that's true. They, like, a lot of the characters, like, it's the reason why, like, uh, I love characters that have had their parents die in front of them. I feel fucked up and probably sound fucked up for saying that, but... You, you, like, good characters need tragedy. Like, it's just a fact whenever you're writing anything. Like, some one of your parents have to die at the minimum. <laughs> Like, you're going to have to have a parent die. Yeah, there's... I'm
2: sorry. Yeah, there, there's definitely some degree of, like, going through something extremely traumatic.
0: Yeah, it's, like, the same with, like, any show, I've, like, I've seen. Like, especially even animes. Like, every character's had someone who died. Like, even going into Teen Titans, even. Like, Robin literally, I think, had his parents... I Um, I think that was Tim Drake, but... The Robins all had, like, personal tragedies, too. Batman fucking mm-hmm. Batman. Like, even looking in the Western characters, like Superman had his entire planet blown up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <Yep>.
0: <laughs> Nothing's more tragic yeah. than that than seeing your entire race explode. Can't relate. Well, David... <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Like I'm going to kill your parents in front of you. Then you're going to go through some real tragedy. No, I'm t- what, what you I'm think do that. that'll
1: make our story
0: more interesting?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean maybe <laughs> I don't know <laughs> We could write a story about it But I don't know Like it's just Everyone's like uh, Every character that like We kind of love Always have like Some loved one Or someone die In front of them Or like at least They're dead And we never knew them And it's just like A chip on their shoulder That they carry Yeah yeah. I like I it like when it, it's relevant
1: mm-hmm. Because so many characters I, So many stories I feel like did that show Where it's just like Oh the mom is dead Oh the dad <laughs> is dead Oh they're both dead But it doesn't serve a purpose To like the psychology Of the character it's just there oh, to be yeah. like, oh, here, have some sympathy for them. Boom. Yeah. It's like actually have it like have it something to do with the story or don't include it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's a pretty golden rule of screenwriting. If something is not, you know, mm. doesn't move the plot along, you know, or unless it's like, like it's not relevant yeah. unless it's really really fucking funny. That's yeah. when you anything,
0: included. yeah, anything throwaway in storytelling is like shit that you should take out. Because if it ends up just being a dangling thing, like by the end of the story, like take that shit out. Like just take it out. And even going back to like how like the death's supposed to basically drive the story or even help like you know be a help be, help it become like a central focal point for it like in attack on titan aaron's mom straight up like gets eaten in front of him <laughs> and that causes him to like basically go on this genocidal rage against all the titans and it one of the rare times where like i literally saw someone like not only get want revenge but like like, he literally also saw, like, just genocide happen to, like, his people. Like, he literally saw his entire town die in front of him. And Batman also saw his two parents get shot right in front of him. And right. his parents were his whole world. And I always imagined what would have happened if Alfred got shot in front of him. Because, like, Probably just be Alfred's like, his only other father left. Like, father figure, I guess.
1: Oh, you're saying if it was Alfred? I thought you were saying if it was Alfred instead of his parents. I'd just be like, no, he's no, an no, adult like, and be like, yeah, you know, my butler died when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> but like you shit know Alp- sucked at the time but like but uh, alfred was still like a father figure to him like yeah like, yeah like bruce never really got to see his parents too often because they were always working and shit well as uh
1: riveting and somber as this topic is of parents dead, have of to dead, die dead <laughs> of dead
2: parents <laughs> dead what, what, me, what do you think what do you think fellas this is the time to wrap dead parents make good stories it could could be i mean the thing the, a note on dead parents i mean it's not like you're gonna go out with with your parents are gonna die at some time and so are you right so i guess if they do might as well get something out of it right if you, yeah. if you become like a crazy vigilante with lots of money like why not
0: or a genocidal maniac
2: yeah you know <laughs> If, if whichever whichever way life brings you
0: overflows your boat man just whatever you do yeah. just slay a queen yeah, just it's, like, it's like your parents are up in heaven they just see you like killing mad people it's like oh we're so proud of you so, honey as long as you're living your
2: authentic best life you know whatever whatever <laughs> that may look like
0: she's my friend I have to support her if, if, if it's, and if it's genocide do, do you honey yeah do you do you? what you gotta do slay <laughs> queen uh, alright well Unless you fellas have anything else on your mind <laughs> you want to talk uh, about, uh, we could wrap. I, 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 I want these paninis. I might try them. But they're only included for breakfast. Oh, really? From That's From 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Fuck, I
1: actually really want Wawa myself now. I'm very hungry, but I should not spend money on food for no reason. They got free
0: coffees. Free Coffee Tuesdays are back, too, for all you rewards members. I'm mm. have actually, a, I'm actually a rewards member, but I've never, I've never pulled out that card in my life. <laughs> Yo, imagine, imagine needing like, imagine needing like a Wawa thing for free coffee. Yo, imagine Wawa sponsors couldn't be us.
1: me. That'd be too hype. I would probably like roll over, and just like like a dog, and let them pat my belly. Whatever they wanted to do, it would just be like, please sponsor my podcast. I'd let them fuck me.
0: Like the entity of Wawa. Yeah, if Wawa was a person, I'd let it fuck me. I always imagined Wawa to be like a pretty thick girl though.
2: <laughs> I don't know why, but like um, I can't imagine as a dude. There's a lot of unhealthy stuff in Wawa. There's a lot of shakes and desserts. Yeah, it's just like
0: know. a really like husky, TLC looking fat chick, like
2: <laughs> <laughs> my 1000-pound wife. Yeah, basically. She's uh, she's definitely beautiful though. Good old Yeah, sure. Right. You know, yeah.
0: when, when you close your eyes. <laughs> she sounds beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like dog, Until like... she
0: gets closer and then you hear her breathing like Ugh! Uh! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Oh, but they do look good, the paninis. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> like on their website right now. They look pretty good. I got Southwest Chipotle bacon egg. Um, Cali style cheesy turkey stop, bacon egg. Shut up! Onion cheese. Shut steak. the fuck up, I'm so hungry. Fuck you, David. Spicy garlic Italian and southwest chipotle oh, I turkey this guy from the call or you could create your own oh i can do that yeah yeah i can and and I c- david david you live pretty close to the wawa and uh little fairy well, i think maybe it's a hack attack i always get little fairy and hack confused but like i think you live pretty close to it
1: Wawas more than anything else just remind me of like post smash tournament like experiences driving around in the middle of the night with my boys and then going to wawa's it's like those are those are times that i yearn for more than more than Anything else, if anything, fucked me up, like, about... I mean, lots of stuff fucked me up about the pandemic, but, like... Socializing is not something I'm ever gonna take for granted ever, ever again. Oh,
0: I also got that wrong. The breakfast ones that I listed off, the first two, those are 5 to 11. But there are ones you can enjoy anytime. Which was the onion cheese steak, the spicy garlic Italian, and the southwest chipotle turkey. Thank so you, you can sponsor Tic Tac Dick. <laughs> of telling Br- me all the codes. you... Brought to you by Wawa. Oh my god, I wish we could say that and actually like get sponsored for it. Fuck.
1: Wawa, sponsor us. Support day, your local one podcasts. Day, <laughs> one day, one day, one day, one day, one day. So, uh, unless anybody else has anything else to say, you guys want to wrap? Yes, yeah. sir. All right, yes, sir. Well, we got actually not even just the rise slide today, Chris. I'll go to this one in a minute. But first of all, imagine actually needing a Wawa membership for free coffee. Couldn't be me. Y'all, you already know (laughs) what it is. Rise Cold Brew official sponsors of the Double D Experience. You already know you've got all these flavors on screen right now. You got the oat milk, the oat milk vanilla, the oat milk mocha. You got the original black classic latte, London fog tea, and if that's not your thing, we also have oat milk and original vanilla and chocolate flavor. All of that stuff you can get for ten percent off using discount code Nintunist with using specifically the special referral link below. The code will not work otherwise. And not only will you get a discount, but we will. a profit a commission of those sales as well so if you want to directly support the double D experience while getting yourself some pretty gosh diddly darn tasty beverages in the meantime you know where to go and uh, Chris I guess I'll need you to send me uh, I guess I'll need you to send me this one it's so weird it's usually like ass backwards the other way around you sending me
2: <laughs> slides <laughs> yeah I-, uh, I could send you anything you want mm-hmm
1: we got a uh, we got our community gaming event coming up this Sunday what was that called again Chris uh, is called Northeast Arena. Northeast Arena is being mm-hmm. brought to you by the wonderful people at Community Gaming. Listen, I know me and Dennis Dick on Facebook a lot.
0: <laughs> this event
1: will be streamed on Facebook. Actually, I've, uh, part of the many events that we've done with Community Gaming, they do some pretty wonderful stuff. It's a smash tournament with a $1,000 prize pool. $1,000 pot right there you want to come and own your skills like and get yourself streamed on Facebook gaming for that much money guys that's more than I'm making a lifetime so come in and do that I'm gonna be coming I'm gonna be commentating this event likely the uh, upper blocks would stew the announcer this is an event that's being brought to you production wise by Chris chrysalodion here so if you guys well want- if you guys like what you heard tonight we definitely won't be saying any of the shit we said on this podcast in that it's kind of environment, so you're shit out of luck. But if you like me, if you like Chrysalodion, if you like Smash, come and come around and give this event a watch. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun, this, uh, this one coming around. It's gonna be on Facebook Gaming, all the links will be on the screen and in the description below. So, uh, yeah. I think with that said, we're pretty much done here. Chris, you
2: got anything else you need to say? No, man, thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah
0: of
1: none, course. none to promote. Well, no, uh...
0: Sponsored by Wawa. No,
2: uh,
1: <laughs> no workout, no workout routines, no, no Mega Man's, no. Uh, Do you No, work other, out no, other, no, no other events. I no. Wish. Uh... <laughs> uh, the,
2: the thing is, man, is a lot of my work at this point. Like, like I, I take a lot of contracting work now, or whatever. Where I haven't been promoting my own channel as much because it's more viable to create something and then put it in a place where it'll actually monetize and I could sustain a little more. So what I'm doing. Mm. So I don't really have anything. And two direct to shill. Uh, yeah. Except Wawa. Yeah, yeah I can, Except Wawa. <laughs> <they're all optimists. laughs> what?
0: We all like Wawa here. We all stand Wawa. That's Come true. on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't fight you on that. Yeah. All right. Mm. We got a gun to knock on the door. Yep. Oh. Who is it? Uh, I believe it's my brother. <laughs> is it mail time? Is it like- is it like- is it like the mailman from Blue's Clues? I'm
0: on my podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we're pretty much done here anyway. So...
0: Wait, what is he saying? Oh, we're getting Chinese We're, we're, we're
1: getting Dennis's dinner order. Hold up, this is important.
0: Yeah, we're getting Chinese food today.
1: <laughs> Yo, can you get me, like, some sesame chicken? Dennis <laughs> is brother. Dennis's
0: brother. He already left. Dennis is <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Wait, how the fuck would you even get it? I'd drive over. I don't know. I'm going to fucking <laughs> hand you over Chinese food. Why not? That's my Chinese food. All right. Well, fine. I mean, if
1: you, I was going to pay for it. My local Chinese place shut down. So because of the pandemic, very sad. Wow.
0: Really? Yep. Those places almost never shut down.
1: Yep. Well, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter and on our Instagram, which we have at uh, all the links down in the description below doing our stuff. Uh, we're, we've we been a little more active on the Twitter, not as much on the Instagram, but meh, you know, social media, we we already ranted about it. Uh, That shit's dumb, fuck it, stupid. We only use it because we need to. But other than that, we are uh, done. Dennis, what do you have to say to the people?
0: Go to Wawa, buy the sandwiches.
1: Hell yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Let's <laughs> off. Bye! Bye everyone!